What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Bitcast, episode 274. I am your host, Ainsley Bowden, and we are here with our Thanksgiving holiday episode. The guys are ready, roaring to go. Hoag's rocking the Michigan hat. Dan's got the uh, the Yakuza shirt going. I like it. I like it. Dr. Pepper. Travis is important part of his uniform. The Dr. This Pepper. is true. Right. This is true. Yeah. Travis is wearing a tie. You may not have expected that, but he's got one on today. I like it. I like it. Hand Look at that knot. Hand. Travis is so good at tying ties. And knitted. You, like you've got that uh, between the colors and the, the pattern there. You've got the uh, you kind of got that retro look going on. Uh, I, like, I was like going late for seventies, early eighties. I had thing. him as math professor. I, no, I was going for autumnal. Actually, was the, <laughs> yeah, autumnal. A I, word, I, I, by I, the I, way, I, that's I, not used I, enough, in my opinion. Not used enough. Nearly no. enough. Yeah. We are right on time here at 11.06 this morning. I hope everyone is doing well. Gentlemen, how are we doing this morning? Good Thanksgiving? It's been a great Thanksgiving. What's not to love? I know. I a lot of people yeah. to thank. I'm alive, and Michigan remains undefeated. What a year. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the dichotomy between I'm alive and Michigan is undefeated. I, I love how those rank for you. If you had to only choose together. one, though, huh? you had to choose one of those things, which that might be hard for him. I don't know. I would rather be alive. <clears throat> okay. Wow. Good to know. But I have we'll, to we'll barely, remember that one. Barely loses. Yeah. As a person that was watching his blood pressure all year, yesterday was a trip. I tried not to, to engage emotionally with the Michigan Ohio State game and failed. Mm. So it's. Yeah, you it, did. It was very much me in a blood pressure cuff sitting in front of a TV. What are you looking for in your blood pressure? I'm interested in this. Is it is it spikes that you're afraid of? Uh, mine will creep up, but I'm on meds. So it, it if, if they creep up too far, it's really bad. Okay. Um, okay. No, I, I have normal normal requests in my blood pressure, 125, 85, something like that. Oh, okay. Nice. Good to know. That's normal? Uh, yeah, I mean, like for a person that had a hemorrhagic stroke, mm -hmm. what, what are you looking at, Dan? That answer definitely scares me for you. I feel like maybe you should learn a little bit more about blood pressure is my next recommendation. Well, like, you know, every time I go to the doctor, I'm like, oh, that's about right for me. So like, what's yeah, for me? About the same. Yeah, as long uh, as for me know, keeps like... moving in the direction of your blood pressure. Absolutely. It was higher than that. Let's just say it was higher. Yeah, and to be clear, when I show up in the emergency room, I have like a 220 or something. On this, oh, God, that, I'm never that high. You know, I'm usually like 145 over 100, I think. They're like, okay. oh, you're right. All right, all right. You, you scare me, Dan. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. You're okay. That's not terrible. Yeah, you'll be all right. Or a you'll fat right. dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everyone, uh, hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving here in the U.S., of course. Um Game fire says turkey or ham. Don't get him started. We're we're trying to start the episode without violence. All right. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's, we? It's, I just. It's, it's, it's first. like sometimes you just when people say stuff like that, you just like. Eh, I kind of feel sorry. You're just for trying it, to get you know? your goat. Like oh, Ohio State yeah. is better than Michigan. No, Michigan a, cheated yeah, all. No. Yeah, exactly. No. I I even went to the you know went to the supermarket shop for Thanksgiving and even sent Dan a nice picture where it said if you know you buy a ham you get a free turkey because they're just giving the turkeys away no one cares about that you know what I mean so he understood he understood no, I, I love how you said we're trying to start the episode without war a resident <laughs> a resident pot stirrer said that on this yeah. episode the guy who regularly opens with something that's trying to piss I somebody do. off I do I do the likes 
He's he's the he's the real clickbait, you know. It's true. About. It's true. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on, I'm on ham. I'm on turkey three. By the way, it's uh, ready to go. Going over to the in-laws after this show, and uh, it was a good Thanksgiving week. I celebrate all week. So I was gonna say I've got to I've got to be honest with you. I've never heard of anyone celebrating on the Monday of Thanksgiving week. <laughs> He's I mean, very you know, thankful. Here's the problem, you know. When, Lots of kids, and they all work. You have to try to find that one day where like everybody's off, or at least most of them are, and you, so you gotta, you kind of have to fit it in where you can. And then we just do that one for is fun. Delicious. I'm not gonna hear anyone say otherwise. And what? my wife has been making a stock for turkey soup for two days, so we're gonna have some more hmm. turkey today. Oh heck yeah, that's the best stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong. I, I. I fully agree with you can't go wrong there's so much good food this week and leftovers and all the stuff you make with the leftovers it's fantastic it's fantastic rob says i had cornish game hens for thanksgiving my wife actually made those too so uh yeah it's good stuff must be nice (laughs) are those the ones where you just eat it whole like like it's like no No, they're just like minis yeah it's just minis. i got you (laughs) <laughs> eat it whole. <laughs> yeah, you just eat the bones and all. Just go to town. No, no, no. They're small enough. Um, <laughs> let's um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get started today. We are. Um, it might be good if I had my notes up in front of me. You know the thing I yell at these guys for. Um, I have your notes up <clears throat> if it helps. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty quiet week in the gaming sphere. Uh, we're going to be doing um, a conversation around the forgotten games of the year. It's been, you know, one of the best years for gaming ever. We talked about that plenty of times so far this year and all the releases. So we figure we'd go back through the year with, uh, you know, the year coming to its tail end with only a few more kind of releases coming to talk about the games that release that you might have forgotten about, games that have been overlooked, games that you love that, you know, just have been forgotten about, like I said. A um, couple other things before we get to that, though, uh, I wanted to make the group aware of. So for our audience, uh, both audio listeners and everyone hanging out with us here today, of course, we want to do a special episode somewhere around the holiday. So next month or so, maybe New Year, something like that, where we're going to ask you, our audience, for 50 questions or just write in your questions and I'll organize them, of course. But your questions for the four of us, it can be one of us. It can be all of us. It can be specific ones of us. Any question you want doesn't have to be gaming related uh it's more of a get to know the panel have fun with the panel type of thing we're going to do a special episode where i'll curate those and we'll go through all 50 questions i'm going to curate them i'm not going to tell these guys what the questions are ahead of time i think that'll be more fun um obviously it goes without saying i think our audience knows uh, the level of appropriateness for our youtube channels here so keep it uh somewhat sane please um but i'll i'll let i'll be right folks yeah. yeah, yeah, it never hurts to remind. <laughs> Obviously, like I said, I'm going to curate them anyway. Um, <clears throat> so um, I think that'll be a lot of fun. I will let you know next week how best to get those to me. I was trying to think I don't want a million DMs. I already get a bunch of DMs. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way. So let me, uh, I'll probably set up like a Google Sheet or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out, but I'll let you know next week how to get those to us. And we'll do that, uh, like I said, somewhere around Christmas or the New Year. <clears throat> the other thing I want to mention is that uh, Season Gaming is doing a uh, honor show, kind of an award show type thing again. Not show, but a thing on our site, basically. A little bit different than some of the other ones. We're going to have a little more fun with it. It is uh, shockingly going to include all of 2023. Maybe a weird concept. So we'll probably do that um, second week of January or so. But I'm going to do it as a combined thing between Season Gaming as a site and all the contributors and guys who write over there. 
as well as BitCast. So it's going to be kind of a combined thing. These guys are going to put their uh, votes and their picks in as well. So can, we'll have more on the categories that. be best avatar game. <laughs> was there more than one release this year? Yes. Or will there was. Okay. okay. Wow. Right. There's the last airbender, which got a four out of 10 for my GM and then frontiers, oh. which I assume is going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was only thinking of avatar. James you got you to think avatar. of the whole avatar. <laughs> that's the, that's a rookie mistake right there. <laughs> um, so anyway, that should be a lot of fun as well. We'll probably have an episode where we talk through that early in January, like I said. Um, but we want to make sure to include December releases as well. And of course, before we get to our Super Chats and our topics today, let's go ahead and take a look at Tide's pick. So we, I honestly didn't even know what the theme was here, Tide. I think uh, obviously Hogue called out Fortnite. And apparently Dan has uh, joined NSYNC from what I can tell from this picture. Um the haircut, Dan. I think he, I think he, looks, ass, uh, he looks more like backstreet. Smash Mouth to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Little the guy that just died? Yeah, yeah he just died. So uh, yeah, you died. could be the front man now, Dan. There's a spot. There's a spot. Ains yeah. is still a skinhead that hasn't changed. Just <laughs> doing that in Fortnite this time. Yeah, I, the nice. haircut is is interesting yeah. for sure. I like that the AI yeah. is very specific about my moles on my arms. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah very specific yeah, especially I mean, for someone that always wears a hoodie oh you got jacked in this photo yeah I'm, that is I'm pretty I'm broad chested yeah it's really good this is uh this is hogue if, if, if he didn't have his stroke and instead just started pumping iron every day for the past year that's him. i'm gonna be reality blood pressure cuff around that thing <laughs> and i'm travis you look child. like <laughs> you're always Change a child <laughs> You look like I don't know what what cartoon are you in? Some anime or something? I actually think he looks like an Insomniac Spider-Man villain. There you go. Could yeah, that would yeah. work. Yeah, I'm, I'm which again very accurate. Mysterio and Spider-Man too. I'm a fellow high schooler. That works. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Ty, thank you as always. Um, appreciate you. All right, we've got some super chats and some things to call out at the start of the episode. Shockingly, Googleman was not here first. He may be on holiday break. Instead, oh. Vintage Willow's claiming first this week. Yeah, just first. Good job. Super super chat. It's first. Perfect. Rock it in. Rock it in. Followed up uh, by the the weekly, which I every week I say the same thing, but crazy uh, 10 season gaming memberships. Thank you so much, Vintage Willow. Generosity is always, always appreciated. Um, can't say enough about it. So thank you. Shoosh. Awesome. Five euros super chat. Shoosh with five euros. Uh, time to haunt host channel. How's everyone surviving Thanksgiving food coma? Doing good. Well, oh. good. Good. Friday morning was rough. I drank way too much on Thanksgiving. Got to be honest. Woke up I had like as hell. 36 hours of adrenaline in one three hour window yesterday. So it was great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But otherwise good. Dan, Dan's not done yet. So he's going into third food coma today. So yeah. we'll. I'm just Monday trying to avoid today. real comas. That's my Thanksgiving <laughs> tradition. <laughs> Staying alive. Staying alive. It's just a cliche. I don't want anybody talking about how, you know, I don't want my fiance to be like, yeah, and that, but he's been in a coma for seven years. We don't, <laughs> we don't need that soap opera drama in our lives, you know? It's fair. Fair. Shush. Thank you. Ash, yeah, back with the membership. Like a seven-year coma? Could, would she like prop you up at least and like have you on the show? 
with us? I don't, th- I don't like, think so. From Ben? Come on. I don't man. think so. Especially if it was a food coma. There, that's definitely, there's a joke in there somewhere about like, you know, <laughs> somebody getting in a food coma and like them filming it really dramatically and making it, you know, making it soapy. I'd love that. Well, uh, we'll replace it with AI, Dan. It'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably be more human. <laughs> to be honest. Ash, uh, membership over on Hoax channel. Thank you very much, Ash. Tao with the member comment. Good morning, Tao. All right. Perneal is the right answer, and Dan agrees. Of course it is. This is what we do, Tao. Member for 12 months. Is that like do you just do you just like pay for the whole membership at once? I've never done a YouTube membership in my life. No, it's a monthly thing. So Oh, okay. A few dollars a month just to support so, the So does that mean he's a member? He's been a member for 12 months? He's been a member for 12 months, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. And did, uh, did Against the Tide send you the alternates for me this she, week? She always does. I just don't look at them until after the show. Yeah. Great. Well, apparently the AI regularly thinks I'm a woman, which is uh, <laughs> not all that surprising. Oh, okay. uh, great. Can't wait uh, for you to post that one. Yeah, yeah yep. definitely. You're, those things would definitely be like on some like prison message boards somewhere with just your <laughs> yeah. you know AI face for sure. Maybe your regular face too. I don't know. Dan speaking from experience, by the way. Yeah, yeah. he took yeah, it in a direction I was saying. not expecting. Is this a come on? <laughs> Is this a come on? I'm very. We'll confused. talk after the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you Actually, should see uh, our DMs, guys. It's wild. Oh, um, injected says Ty Girl Travis, which is actually my fiance's gamer tag. Yeah, it's already taken. It really is. It's already oh, taken. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> it is her gamer tag. Taken. People are like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> her name isn't Travis. I'm like, I know. <laughs> doesn't make it. She also doesn't wear a tie. My wife goes by Mrs. Hoglaw on Twitter yeah. slash X, yeah. and she was named in a lawsuit motion that was brought for a juror tampering claim that the juror's spouse had watched all these legal commentators, including Mrs. Hoglaw. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm positive she did not comment on any of this. But there you go. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> uh, Shush, became a member again as well. Hoag side, thank you very much, Shush. And Google Man is here after all. You're late today, my Shut friend. Shut up. Nice. Ah, better late than never. Started playing the fractured but whole. Uh, I know it's not popular as Baldur's Gate these days, but anyway, pickle pizza looks interesting. Hmm. Let me tell you something. It is interesting. No, it it's delicious. No. Uh, no. What was it? Godfather's? They have like a bacon cheeseburger pizza. They put pickles on it. It's amazing. Mm. It's actually I really made good. an interesting pizza over this, this weekend. Go. I talked to somebody in the store and they were from Australia and they were like, yeah. In Australia, we uh, bake pizza with uh, garlic butter shrimp on it, and he <laughs> yeah. gave, he just he he just told me like you should try this, and I was like making personal pizzas that that day, and I was like okay, so I bought some shrimp and I cooked it up. It was pretty good, gotta say. It's a little it's a little like you know weird for our palate just because you don't really get that combo very much, but mm-hmm. it was pretty good. I tried nice. again. Yeah. You're in San Francisco; they didn't think anything of it. Yeah, good. just weird. Just try something yeah. weird. Yeah, it's good. cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I forget what I was going to say now. Never mind. Googleman, thank you very much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, all right, all right, all Bones. right. We started with food chat. Bitcast food chat. Oh, by the way, 
Speaking of food chat, Travis and I are discussing again about making this an annual tradition where we have mm. a gaming themed bake off. So if you missed it last year, Travis and I did a Halo cookbook uh, cook off, which uh, turned out to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs with it. Um, we're talking about doing Diablo this year. So there's a Diablo cookbook. Travis already has it. Did you get your copy? I actually got my copy later that day when we were talking about it. Because I, I, okay. I purred it, it like eight months ago or whatever. You yeah, sent me the link to it. And uh, yeah, it, it showed up. And I looked through it. I think the only problem is like a lot because it's Diablo 4 themed. A lot of the food is like overly rustic. It's like just tons of stews, which aren't very interesting to show <laughs> cooking. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like, hey I, made, hey, I made this mud in a bowl. It's like, all right, well. I don't know if it tastes good, but it looks like stew to me. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I'm trying to find something in the recipe book that would actually look like uh, appealing and show off my skill when I cook. Okay. It. So, okay. I'm still, well, I'm I don't still have excited. any skill. So you can so, do stew. And even yeah, if it tastes do. terrible, it'll look right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Um, well, I mean, we can So that's nice. It was I mean, the parchment you can't, paper. You can burn, parchment you can burn paper. stew. Damn. Ow. But it won't. But it won't really show up in the photos. So yeah, that's true. Um, well, I mean, we can always choose another game, but we don't. You know, we can figure that out. Anyway. You guys are free to join us. We can make it a. We can make I it mean, a four person. Ains and I just yeah, Ains and I just on. did it because we weren't doing anything during the holidays last year. That was literally <laughs> the only reason. We're like, hey, dude, you want to cook? But you want to cook something? Sure. Although I will say this, I feel like the caveat should be Ains was forced to do it alone. I know Mrs. Hoglaw's skill and i feel like she would be an extremely unfair advantage yes. to incorporate so very we would true. need Ho we would need verification that hoag did it on his own because that's yeah. that's some <laughs> bullshit that's juicing bro that's <laughs> juicing getting the council involved that positivity yeah, where, yeah where's I mean, papa hoag we need papa hoag to be the referee here yeah. to make sure that exactly. mrs hoag's not, not involved for sure yeah and Dan, <clears throat> i'll just be able to tell if it was him who did it so I feel like yeah that won't be a problem. Yeah. It'll be deep for us. If, it, if it's anything surrounding like barbecue or smoking food, we want to stay away from that because Dan will dominate. Yeah, you got to be careful. Well, he gets yeah, to choose his own recipe. But... Mm. <laughs> cake. Make a cake. cake. All right. <laughs> yes. You have to make your thing. cake look like the apple. <laughs> <laughs> like Lilith, a, a Lilith cake. Let's get some denty more and pour it in a bowl and be like, Look what I made. Oh, that's right. There Diablo is not in Diablo. I forgot. It's true. This is true. Uh, this is one more super chat. That's true. One more uh, super chat to get to from my good friend, Mr. HR Bomber. Bomber, yes. We were talking about this on Twitter. The $2.50 super chat is EA College Football 24. Still going to be a thing. I God, I hope so because uh, it's superior in every way uh, to Madden. It always has been. Yeah, I mean, from a legal perspective, they're still working through the licensing issues. That's the main problem. But yeah, I'm sure that they could have a game out next year. It's just a question of whether they can get the appropriate licenses. You're talking for yeah. the actual teams or like the... It's primarily the, the players. The teams should go together. But as folks that watch college football know the teams themselves are realigning into different conferences and those conferences have to sign up to the licenses for a video game like this. And so like, where does Oregon sign? Not with the PAC 12 with the big 10. And yes, folks, I know the big 10 is going to have 18 teams next year. It is what it is. Higher education in America. What do you want? 
I once had uh, my good friend here who went to Mizzou and diehard Mizzou fan, and he explained college football to me, like all the nuances to it, because I don't watch it. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm good. My daughter decided that yesterday was the appropriate time to ask about all the rules of football, (laughs) how the college football playoff works, and what the conferences are. And I was was like, no, not right now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I was, I was nervous watching two teams that I wanted both to lose, which didn't happen, unfortunately. But you know, <laughs> that's always one of the 50, best games. 50% of Ohio State. Yeah. I, I, you know, I tried to will it, you know, somehow go to like 15 overtimes and then just everybody was just too tired and they said the hell it with just it. just collapse. Yeah. If yeah. they tied, what would you count that? Because that's also overtime. You want me to you want me to have a heart attack? <laughs> yeah all right all right um guys so why don't we get to what we're currently playing we'll actually talk about some games i know that's crazy on a gaming show we'll, we'll give guess. it a shot we'll I give guess. it a shot um it's been a holiday week i'm sure uh hopefully you guys had some extra time to catch up on some things or play some games you wanted to anyway what uh what do you what you want to jump on to i'll tell you what i've been playing more yakuza Mm-hmm. And then I uh, the new the PGA one? Tour. Yeah. No, well, yeah, the, okay. yeah, the new Like a Dragon. Yep. PGA the Tour. One. I picked up PGA Tour because it was on sale. Yeah. Yeah. It's gold. I reviewed, P- I reviewed sure. PGA Tour. It's good. Yeah. Great. Lots of sales this yeah. weekend. Lots of sales. That's true. Uh, we should we should uh, play our, play around. We So I played a couple rounds with some of the guys. Um, PGA Tour. It's a lot of fun playing online together. I'll be honest. I think I like the 2K one better. I don't know Dude. why, but it's it's. I, I like I, the 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 problem is you have all the licensing and stuff with like the EA stuff, so you've got all like mm-hmm. the masters and everything like that. And then there's just kind of generic tournaments in Pete. But I like the gameplay a little bit better, I think, in 2K. But gotcha. it's also golf, so it's not like it's some kind of huge, you know, <laughs> stretch. It's 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 pretty easy. Uh, I haven't really been playing all that much. Uh, a lot of cooking. Well, PJ, after uh, our conversation uh, last week about yeah. VR and and Travis talking up VR social experiences, I got walkabout mini golf. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. The PlayStation VR, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. So nice. they have a, they had a Black Friday sale on the game and DLC courses, and they've got a ton. They've got ones that are like based around the game Mist, and yep, a lot of fun stuff. Um, and it's it, it feels like actual mini golf, so that's that's pretty good. I love VR, and uh, that that has been a cool thing to explore. I really like those chill VR experiences, maybe even more than the big games. Yeah, walkabout mini golf has been a great date night thing. If you have two headsets and you're just sort of like standing around golfing together, it's a good time. Yeah, mm. it's a good. Time. I've heard the. Uh... <laughs> Just picturing two people with headsets on standing. Next yeah, literally, we're, we're like in, in the in the space I'm sitting now. Like we'll just be standing around, just like with headsets, just <laughs> golfing. And sometimes, you know, if you're using fully wireless headsets, sometimes you'll drift from where you're originally standing, and so we'll like bump into each other. We'll be like, "Oh, sorry, sorry about that." I'll just go back over to the side of the room. One of my favorite things in VR is taking the helmet off and figuring out what orientation you're in. Yeah. yeah. So the the MetaQuest 3 has this cool thing where you can double tap your headset and then it goes into transparency mode. It like just yeah. the the background falls away and you can see the world around you. So I make use of that. She's not You as can do that in PSVR2 as well. 
Yeah, she's not as good as remembering to do that, so she bumps into me. <laughs> so I'm like, get over there! Get out, of, get out of my way. What are you doing? I wanted to uh, play the walk around uh, mini golf. I didn't. I might need to go see if it's still on sale today. I don't know if the sales have ended or not. I think I the, the PlayStation sales go through the 30th. Okay, cool. <clears throat> sweet, sweet. Um, awesome. How is it with the board, though? Because the spinning, you have to spin a lot, and at least I do. I like spin in place, you know, to get the right angle. Um, you know, it has a it has a quick button to take you to where you want to be with respect to the ball. Yeah. And then you can walk around the courses. I, I think the best thing that it does, and it would do this on all the systems, is that it changes the length of the putter to where yeah. it's appropriate to be, like Huge. instantaneously. Uh, and uh, it's a really smart design that way. So I've just been having a lot of fun with it. I also got the seventh guest VR. I, I went on a VR kick because they were on sale. Nice. Yeah, I need to go on there and check it out. I haven't, I haven't uh, checked out any of the sales, actually, on on all the games that are out there. Um, let's go say Vintage Willis said she um, got VR, first VR this week, and have been playing Beat Saber like crazy. Beat Saber is a classic. Um, Beat Saber is a classic. Yep. Yeah, literally assigned by my occupational therapist for my left arm. So, Sweet. nice, nice. Yeah, they just had. Um, well, they had Queen come out a little while ago, Queen pack, and then they had mm -hmm. a, a new Lincoln Park and Mike Shinoda pack come out, and then Rolling Stones just came out, I think, too, uh, like last week. So nice. on, on Beat Saber, good stuff. I'm sorry, I only listen to those League of Legends band songs in Beat Saber. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Hogs over there with Monster Cat, you know, just. Uh, no, uh, Some of those songs are tough. It's pop star yeah. I listen to, I think, and uh, a bunch of them because they change all the colors around. And wow. League of Legends is a weird brand, man. What neophytes you guys are talking about your unmodded Beat Saber games, you, you <laughs> fools! Just playing from the standard playlists, you you troglodytes. What's wrong yeah, with man. you? Real music. Hey, look, I went on a VR kick when I realized I wouldn't be able to afford a MetaQuest three that had all the fixins. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty wild, Travis. When you detailed out that, by the way, so the audience knows what we're talking about. We were talking to Travis about MetaQuest three, and Hogue was asking basically, you know, when you buy the MetaQuest three, do you need to get all these additional things with it? Does it make sense to buy these add-ons? And basically, it's like buying what a car. Is, yeah, it's like there's a whole bunch of add-ons that equate basically up to around nearly a thousand dollars. I think you said to get it kind of like as you would want yeah. it yeah it's like 850 900 bucks if you buy all the add-ons and like the add-ons are massive upgrades like one of the first ones you get is the controller add-ons it gives you the strap like on the uh valve index that so that you can let go of the controller and it's still in your hand which that's mm. like huge like the fact that you don't have that on psvr too like you let go and it drops and dangles from your wrist that's really bad because some games it matters right when you're letting go to like drop something and then you pick something else up um, so that one's huge then the charging station makes the controllers have wire uh, rechargeable batteries and just makes the charging way easier because you just put the headset down and it charges up um, the face mask so that it's silicone instead of cloth especially if you play workout games like me super important uh, yeah there's just like all of them are super useful and like I went to um, the MetaQuest offices to play one of their games for preview and they gave me just a standard one. And I was like, ew. <laughs> I was like, dude, <laughs> this is like, this is gross compared to my setup at home. Uh, and they were actually nice about it. They gave me a one that had like the elite elite strap and stuff. But yeah, like wearing just the regular one is like, it feels so like not premium and, and bad. So um, yeah. That's what you How want to be $500. 
Yeah, I yeah. Know, right. How, how how much was the charging dot? Do you remember? I think it's like eighty bucks, something like that. Okay, because yeah. there's a third party that makes for PSV VR two. I have it sitting over there. It basically, converts like you said the two controllers to wireless charging. They just sit on mm-hmm. it, right, and then supports the headset. So it all sits in one little nice combined unit. It's twenty five yeah. bucks. Yeah, isn't there third party accessories that? It- yeah, I actually oh, said it. That's third party. I I, I oh, linked yeah. some of the third party accessories for Hogue, like. Uh, they have a pretty cool solution. Like, obviously, the biggest problem with the MetaQuest Three is its battery life is like three hours. I want to say That's with what the I had Elite, heard with the Elite Strap, which is great for most of the time. Like, if you're playing Beat Saber, you're probably not in there for three hours. But if you're like me and you're reviewing a sixty-hour game, it does matter. So they have a headset that does the Elite thing, where there's a there's a battery in the back, but it's attached to a magnet, and so you can literally take it off and swap it with another battery. And when you buy the charging pack, you can get like four of these things and just have them hot swap mm. reload. So every time they get low, you just take it off and put a new one on and you can keep playing for a really long time with that. And then they also have headsets that do things like put the weight on the top of your head instead of on the front and back, which yeah, sometimes yeah. causes your, your temples to hurt and stuff. So there's a lot of cool third party stuff out there. I've been getting into it. I own like four different straps for my head and, you know, different experiments. So, um, <clears throat> but, I've, but I've also got like, six vr headsets at this point so i just you know i i do i do a lot of vr for work and i'm reviewing a game actually that's on my currently playing list if we want to go down currently playing i don't know if dan finished but uh i i wrapped up yeah i wrapped up over um the break i believe i finished like on thanksgiving um my replaying of asgard's wrath one which is a pretty beefy uh, RPG experience. Um, I think it took me like 25 hours to beat it, maybe 30. Um, and I still had plenty left to do in terms of like completionism. Like there's, you know, different things I could have upgraded and side. I barely touched a lot of the side quests and challenges and stuff like that. But even if you're just mainlining it, I actually think mainlining it, you kind of get the best experience because the game moves pretty quick and you're constantly changing which character you're possessing. But it was cool to, um, to refresh my memory on that game and see the ending, which sets up for Asgard's Wrath 2, because I'm going to start reviewing that game in two days. Nice. So, excited for that. Um, yeah, and that's my next my next big VR adventure. Aside from that, we beat Venba last night. Made my fiance cry oh, nice. for, like, nice. for like 30 minutes. Uh, that game's sad, in case you weren't... Was that related to Venba or, or separate? Yeah, no, this is related to Venba. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she's uh she's Southeast Asian and has a mom who came to this country to you know find a better life for her. So it definitely resonated with her, and she was just like mm. a wreck at the end of it. Um, so yeah, that was uh that was fun. Um, what else did we beat? I've been beating games. I've just been like reaching credits. It's been nice. Um, there's a whole bunch I am forgetting already. Oh, uh, Talos Principle Two, got that. Great game. Nice. Great game. You, you finished it. You, Easily nine out of ten. I think I'm done. I I need to do the um the golden challenges yet. I'm I'm on that part, but I've beaten the. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I I'm basically done with it. I'm I'll probably finish up like the thirty minutes or an hour I have left of it today. Are you human? Um, or are you dancer? Travis is human. I don't. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with it. The uh, <laughs> character in the game is human. Yeah, he's doing a good job. That one. 
I don't know what you guys are talking about, to be honest with you. You got to play the game. I'm, tr- I'm really trying not to spoil stuff here. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but it's a super, super <laughs> cool game. Uh, very happy with that one. Um, and then uh, what else did I roll credits on? Oh, I'm, I'm like a good chunk of the way through Persona 5 Tactica. Um, nice. Probably will finish that one as well this week. Um, Ghost Runner 2 will probably finish this week as well. I'm a good ways through that. And then I've got to start playing this game, Rock Hay City, apparently. Uh, I don't know if you finalized that yet. We were talking about it. So for the, the audience, we're still here. we're still trying to figure out what game Travis should play for losing the, the Game Awards bet. Uh, I suggested uh, Crime... What is it? Crime, Crime Boss, Boss? Rock Hay City. Rock yeah. Hay City, which, if you don't know, was a game that released earlier this year. It was It got popular prior to release because it has a bunch of kind of like big name or old school actors, if you will. Uh in it, but in a number of those like direct video trailers, yeah, yeah, because it was supposed to be, you know, I think they thought it was going to be pretty decent given the, I guess, what you would call the acting talent. I know some of them are older actors, big but budget. the um, big budget, but the reviews came out and it was reviewed very poorly. So, um, I thought that would kind of be a funny game because I don't think any of the four of us have touched it. I haven't even talked to anyone who's actually played that game, so I thought mm-hmm. that would be a funny one for Travis to check out, but I, I don't know if we finalized one. that or not. I do have a follow-up question, though. Cool. Who's buying this game? It's a forty-dollar game. Am I, I don't do think I, you I, should have to buy it. Am I yeah, I'll buy, to fall I'll, I'll buy it. You'll buy it. I'll buy it. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll use right. we'll use big cast funds for it. I just wasn't sure. I was like, "Is that part of the punishment? Like, I have to pay forty dollars <laughs> for this game?" That, Personally, that, I think it should. It's pretty brutal. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> I was like, uh, I mean, "I'll do it," but like, it seems pretty messed up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll buy yeah, it. Whatever 40, game, 40, whatever game we land on, I'll. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm cool with Rock Hay City because, like you, I have been curious about that game, and I, I also don't know anybody who reviewed it. Maybe I don't even remember who reviewed it for IGN. Um, I know it did get a review there, though. Um, but yeah, that one would be interesting. And uh, unfortunately, it is not one of the games on Black Friday sale, which is really surprising. It's like full. It is on right for the PlayStation. It's on there. Oh, is it on PlayStation? Okay, right. yeah, it's like twenty-seven bucks. I looked at it. I was like, hey, maybe I'll buy this. And I was like, no, this looks terrible. Smart. <laughs> so bad. Travis is going to come back with review, and he's going to try to convince us all to play it. So uh, I'm looking at it right now. So on Open Critic, it is a fifty-three, and only twelve percent of critics recommend playing it. There we so, go. Ed. You know Travis is in that twelve percent. Uh, IGN IGN gave it a four. Yeah. See, uh, so Game Informer gave it a three. Yeah. Yeah. I I doubt I'm gonna like this one, but I'm down <laughs> to play it. And considering you, the other games Trejo I play, fan, right? Or Trejo? Big what? Yeah, Danny, Danny Trejo? Trejo's in it. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, he's Chuck Norris is in it. Donald Glover is in it. Um, oh, what's Danny his Glover. name? Uh, Vanilla Ice is in it. Danny Glover, not uh, Donald Glover, right? Danny Glover. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was like, I don't um, think Donald Glover's career has really gone that way just yet. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was like Kim Basinger, too. She and Danny Glover went to my college. Political science major. I don't know why I remember that. I don't know why I remember that. He did, though. He's getting too anyway, much shit. We're taking um, suggestions. So if anyone has a better idea, like we thought of the obvious ones. Like we talked about Gollum. We talked about King Kong. We talked about, um, you know, a few other ones that were like obvious bad games that got pretty popular this year, right? Through social media. But we were trying to think of something a little more unique in that sense. So I, I like it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Like it. It's a good suggestion. Okay. Hell, there you go. Decided. We'll go Wait, with it. Does, Just, it. does he have to do the cool. DLC too? 
like a DLC for There's it. There's DLC for it? I think so. Yep. I'll, I'll do the DLC. How, how long DLC. could it be? You know what I mean? Like He's going to come back and he's going to say, this was one of the unknown gems of the year. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Uncut <laughs> gems. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll talk offline. I'll, I'll, I'll gift it to you today, later today. All right. Cool. Xbox preferred, cool. please. <laughs> Just make Xbox. you pay full price for it. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> Wherever you want to play it, it's fine. Um, I, I got to make a video of you last week and got the you know dress up as Leon Kennedy. It's fine. You know that was funny. That was worth it. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I, here's the thing. I was thinking about it after. I was like, I can't believe I lost. And then I thought about it, and I was like, Travis, you should have known. You always are disappointed in the results of the. <laughs> <laughs> like they're always bad. You're always like, damn it, why did they do this every year? So yeah, it is. It's, the best part was people still asking me, like, do you, you know, they, they think because I put Resident Evil 4 on my list that I, I want it to be there. So I had people arguing, like, it shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be there. And I'm like, I agree. I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you. But I, but I, I just figured it would be. I think when you put it on your list, you did think that, though, because that was in June, right? Like, I think at that point in time, you were like, oh, yeah, Resident Evil 4 is one of the better. And then the year just changed, right? A lot more games came out. So. Well, I mean, it's still one of the highest rated games of the year. Like Even I think then, it's I like think Ains, was, Ains was saying this is what people have reacted to, and he was saying Resident Evil Two. Yeah, Resident Evil Two is on the list too, for including I mean, four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just one of those games, right? There's just like it's like a, it has that kind of um, aura about it, Resident Evil Four, for whatever reason, right? There's just people that have it up as one of the greatest games of all time, and I just you luckily were just for betting. me. Yeah, you were just betting that they were that the old RE4 fanboys were going to put it on exactly, and you yep. were right, which yep, is exactly. like it's crazy to me. Yeah, I'm still it's I'm still shocked. I'm still it's shocked that, that happened. To be honest, like yeah. there's a whole bunch of yeah. people who got picked for that, and they were like, "What's the best game that came out this year? A GameCube game? Crazy to me." <laughs> but you know, I'm not on the I'm not on the and it's uh, a great game. game. I mean, I really enjoyed. You know, I enjoyed playing it earlier this year. Well, it's, I been a game, it. it's been a great game for 15 years. So Yeah, I know. I know. So, <laughs> anyway. Well, that's the thing. Uh-huh. Right? Resident Evil 2 remake changed a lot more than Resident Evil 4. And I had people talking to me about saying that Resident Evil 4 was built from the ground up and it's completely different from Resident Evil 4. It's like, no, it's not. It's, it's somewhat different and they changed some of the level design, but it's not that different from resident evil 4 as it originally it came really out. isn't dude i i played that whole game and i i can tell you some things that have changed but like largely you play that game and you're like dude this is the same game like it really is they change they change pretty little even yeah i mean the 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 i played the dlc the dlc is at least like brand new and some the of the one is it the, the yeah the Ada wong one and there's like stealth mechanics that kind of feel interesting but like that is the newest thing about Resident Evil 4 by far, and it's not what people were nominating. They didn't hey, nominate it for like so, best so, so was Spider-Man 2. It's there also. Okay, but yeah, I, I did the Ains thing with Spider-Man 2. It's like they're going to know. It would be nominated. I, I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I had Spider-Man 2. I think we said last week, right? Like if I think all four of us pretty much agreed Spider-Man 2 and Resident Evil 4 probably shouldn't be on there, right? I picked two yeah. different games. I'd kick Spider-Man before Resident Evil, but <laughs> I'd pick crazy. <laughs> At least Spider-Man 2 is a new game is my logic. But also, yeah, I guess I when I was betting in June, my thought was my thought was uh, it looks like a sequel that does nothing new except for being a sequel. And I figured that won't fly in 2023. And I'm really surprised it's on there. In fairness, Travis, none of us could have anticipated it does everything worse. Well, it doesn't do anything worse. (laughs) It does do everything worse. 
The no. the combat I, I I I have played through more of Spider-Man 2 now and the combat is more complicated without being more engaging. And splitting up the skill trees over two people is bad for actually engaging with the the systems and and growing your appreciation for what you're doing as any of the given Spider-Men. And then you throw in I'm, Venom and you're just all over the place. It's it's literally it's literally like Spider-Man 3 from the Sam Raimi movie series where it's just too much crap thrown in and you don't connect with any of it. I'm just surprised that Spider-Man has a parry button. That's yeah. the shocker to me. It feels very yeah. wrong to parry a Spider-Man. It doesn't work yeah, no, it's, well it's completely wrong for Spider-Man to parry. And I think as you get through the game, you realize, oh, that's just there for Venom play, right? Venom parries, okay, whatever. That makes and sense. So you built it backwards into Spider-Man, but it feels wrong as soon as you get that button. <laughs> I'm yeah. just laughing because yeah. I wish it would have been called Spider-Man now. That would have been Spider-Man. <laughs> they refer to themselves as Spider-Man in-game. Yeah. It's because it's two Spider-Mans. <laughs> no, it's because what the they really were kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's on. because they want you to be able to be Miles or Peter in all these various scenes. So they all just refer to it as Spider-Man as if there's no difference between the two of you. And it's really weird. It, it plays weirdly. Hmm. Well, I mean, you also can't go out and you know be fighting around a bunch of people and be like, hey, Miles, and be like, no, you know, I'm gonna give away his identity. So you gotta, you know, they call each other Spider-Man through the whole thing. Can you yeah, one one weird before. question, which is probably neither here nor there, but when you're no matter which one you're playing as, can you call for like an AI assist from the other one? No, they just you, they'll be there. You'll no. show up in New York, and they'll be already fighting the the guys, or they'll they'll show up and fight the guys. Gotcha. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah. do you think this is? Marvel versus Capcom two, Colin <laughs> versus. Now that's a classic. Great that's game. Uh, I will say that Spider-Man 2 does get better after they deal with their um, kind of nameless hordes, silly enemy villain, and get more into what they really want to talk about. But it is not a strong game, and it is definitely not a strong narrative. I'm really surprised it was nominated for narrative. Best narrative. Best narrative, Hoke. <laughs> it's the best one this year. I'm not sure it's in the top 30. N name a better narrative. <laughs> Baldur's Gate. <laughs> How many Peter Parkers does Baldur's Gate even have? Do they even have one Peter? Parker? It has as many as you want to have in there. You I don't even think. I don't even think. I don't. Even, I have not seen one Spider-Man inside Baldur's Gate, and I think that's what we're going for in our narrative. Yeah, is it's purely based on how many yeah. Spider-Men are in it. Spider-Man. So I will admit that Spider-Man has the most Spider-Men. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, uh, we, we got off topic on the Game Awards again. Uh, that's two weeks from now, by the way. Um, Spider-Man. Well, that was one of the games I've been playing this week as I try to drag myself through the end of Spider-Man 2. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Uh, Go to but, those Hoag's notes. I see it. Oh, well, I, I have I have Hoag notes. I also have notes for the Forgotten Gems, so they, they somewhat yeah. overlap. Um, what else have I personally really been playing this week? Forspoken. Ah, that's on really? my list of forgotten games. Just right. as yep. a joke, really. But. Hey, I think I you know I've I played that too. Yep, I, I was playing Forspoken. I wanted to give it another try. There's a lot of games that came out in the spring this year that I really wasn't able to play so well with my hands right, right, recovering, right. and so I wanted to go back and give some of these a try. 
And I wind up getting to about the same place in Forspoken every time I play it, which is about six hours in, where it just mm-hmm. really appears to me like they don't have enough of interest for me to continue on. Like the game is okay. And I don't love the world enough to go and see what's in its corners. Like it's just so plain that mm-hmm. I don't I don't enjoy the experience that much. But I have I have enjoyed it more this time around than I did in the spring. And so I was playing Forspoken. I was also so playing question, question on Forspoken real quick. Yeah. When when they were showing it, right? The thing I think we joked about this at the time, like almost a year ago now, where the the difference between the world that it was looking to create this fantasy kind of open world, right? And her narrative, the character choice, right? The way she speaks and interacts with that world seemed really off-putting to me. Yeah, like it it just didn't blend at all. Is it that bad while playing it? You know, it's it's a typical kind of modern person thrown into a fantasy environment setup. So I'm kind of used to it from anime. Uh, It doesn't bother me as much as uh, other writing would, but they do really like that at some point they got the green light to throw the F-bomb around and she just swears randomly about things. Nice. Um, Oh, so she's just swearing while you're playing just constantly? Yeah, no, you'll just show up and be like, oh, finally an F in bed. You're like, yes, that's that's necessary. Very, very useful. That's what I say when I I go to my bed every night. (laughs) Finally. I started playing it as well, and and I, I basically, I couldn't stand her and or anybody else in the game. So I would just, I literally, I don't know what the game is about. I just really wanted to see how the combat was because that always is a part that kind of intrigued me a little bit. But the, like, I, I fast forwarded through like everything. I just skipped it. I was like, I can't listen to you. I can't listen to you talk. I can't listen to this person talk to you because you eventually will talk to her back and it will be something stupid. I so, don't think it's that bad. Dan and I, I think it's better than it's some not, of the stuff listen. we see from like Horizon. She doesn't do as much of the saying what you should do, and you can turn that the, down. I think the interactions between her and what they call Cuff, her bracelet, Cuff, yeah. are actually pretty good. Cuff. He's a sarcastic Brit and doesn't put up with her crap, and that's a nice dynamic. As okay, you now you're pulling not, me back in. I'm not well, as far as you are. I don't think. But well, I, I mean, I, I you just, get cuff in the first like hour. Yeah, yeah. Cuff will I be like, her, her "What did you say you're going to do in that bed?" Is that, what he, is that, what he, is that his, one of his retorts? It's, it's 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 kind of like that. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's. <laughs> what kind of accent was that? <laughs> I was trying to do it like he was like taken aback. I don't know. She she's very much trying to be written as a, a world weary character that's over all of this and isn't that interested in being in a fantasy world. And he kind of talks down to her about whatever she's thinking. And it's it's a good dynamic. It's not one that is very frequent in games right. that I've experienced. Um, and he's written well. I don't think she's written terribly. It's just that they seem to be excited about swearing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the trailers have a lot of that. Oh, I can I can cast magic now. Wow. And they do they do some of that. You'll never guess how I got here type stuff. But I think I think the game is a little bit better than it got credit for at the time, but it's it's not a world beater or anything. Okay. I'll agree with you. That's there. funny that you both started playing that this week. So yeah, that well, was, I also started playing the other game that I knew would be my number one on Forgotten Gems this year, which I got I guess I'll talk about early because I have been playing it this week, and that's Immortals of Avium. Damn it, I played that too. 
because they had a trial. Sorry, you guys are on the you guys are on the same thing this week. I have that on the list as well. They were actually together this week. They're hanging out. We were both rooting against Ohio State. What he didn't know is also rooting against Michigan. So it was. I was trying to keep it on the low. Yeah. Iowa has to try to win that game somehow, right, Dan? <laughs> Dang it. I'm just hoping they show up and don't lose 42 to 3 like last time. So anyway, I don't know so, when the last time the West won the Big Ten championship was, but I think it was like we, years ago. Travis, we got to stop them on continuing to move to football. We got to stop them. Stop. We'll stop. Um, <laughs> the um, of AVM is yes. the best game that got forgotten this year. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Yeah. So, I'll, well, Dan, go ahead. Uh, I don't know how far you are or, or what else you want to say about it. Okay, but. so I only played the trial, and I feel like I played the whole game. I don't know like where I the was trial like, is. I yeah, I don't know what the it trial ends. is. Okay, so, like, you, you know, I don't know how much of anything is it underneath really the bridge. Played, but is it the bridge section? It's, it's right after you. Uh, uh, right, before, right before, like, the big fight scene, which I'm guessing is a big fight scene. Uh, it's after you have become, you know, you're, you're kind of still becoming an immortal. You haven't become one. And I haven't yet in the trial. So okay. it's, it's so probably about a couple hours. I was trying to figure out what the trial was. Yeah. yeah like yeah, how I'm long is it? Three. It's a couple hours. Maybe okay. a little bit longer. There's no, it's just, it's, 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 it's a trial. The trial goes to like a certain point in the story. It's not like a time trial or anything, but Everything I played, I was like, I'm not sure if this is going to get better. Yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it right now. And I don't know if I want to continue to play it because I fear it's going to get worse. Or, you know, it, it, it was like the perfect game, even though it never actually ended. You know, I mean, it's a weird thing you to say, but I, mean, I feel like I got exactly over each. The trial is the first I mean, three I mean, chapters, says X Abbott. Okay. So I don't know how long the full game is, of course. Uh, I haven't played it, but um, I will say, um, so Luke, I think I mentioned Luke, uh, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass. We've had him on Big Cast a number of times. He uh, interviewed the creative director, the head of the studio, I believe, over there. Um, And if you don't know, Immortals of Avium, kind of unfortunate, right? The new studio set up, good funding, EA original, published, um, you know, to set up this new IP came out this year, kind of came out in a tough period. You know, this year's been tough for games like this. Um, it reviewed, I would say, relatively well. I want to say in the sevens. Um, and it just quickly got forgotten about, like like Hogue was mentioning in our list today. So sad, The uh, more than half the studio has been let go now. You know, they've had to obviously cut back. It's just one of those stories that's kind of sad. But I've heard from Luke and others, now you guys and others that have played it, that it's actually quite a good game and, and very enjoyable. And it's something different, which I think I mentioned the other week is something we kind of, um, you know, we kind of say that uh, it's fun and it's of, new, right? creative. And it's also Call of Duty, or at least Call of Duty as you remember it, right? It's not a four-hour campaign. It's not that kind of thing. It's, it's the Call of Duty grand campaign, except you're all wizards. And yeah. it's got kind of a young adult novel, Brandon Sanderson type of vibe to it. Uh, so if you like any of those things, it's a really, really good, it's a really, really good game, honestly. Yeah, and, and some of the developers are ex-Call of Duty developers, and and it's funny you say that, Hogue. I don't know if you knew and are saying that, but if you didn't know, that's literally what they were going for. They wanted a Call of Duty campaign. and It's the, obvious. You you run and yeah. you, you'll, you'll look up and see a big ship crash into something and an explosion, and then the music will come on. Uh, the, the music is really, really big. It's really summer blockbustery. 
uh, which is a cool vibe for a fantasy scene. And it's all really well done. I, I can't speak highly enough about it. I don't know if it's on Black Friday sale, uh, but is. if it is, I, I recommend it. I almost bought it. I think it's like 25 bucks ish. It's like, yeah, so. it's like 30 bucks. I saw it as well. Um, My God, 25? Yeah. yeah. Go get it. Yeah. Play the trial. There's so much in that trial. There's, I mean, it's a lot. And, you know, I, I just felt like I didn't know if it could get much better than what it was. I mean, I, I, the story was, I, I don't know because it was, was fine, you know, and, but the combat's super fun. And it has a story, it's, it's, first of all, which is interesting yeah. for, for a first person campaign right. in a new IP. It's not, and it's got a lore tab and it's got all this stuff that it's teaching you about the world. Um, and if you like any of that stuff, it's, it's a fun game to play. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely nice. fun. For sure. I guess my counterpoint would be that I also played it when it came out. I played it for a couple hours and I thought the middling scores were pretty deserved. Um, didn't really click with me. I didn't think the story or especially the main character, the protagonist was interesting at all. Um, I don't think the young adult uh, vibe worked on me either. I was just sort of like not really gripped by it. Um, and the combat was okay, but it really, I don't know. It, they ask you to learn a lot for not that good of a payoff, in my opinion, when the where it comes to combat. So um, I don't know. In the in a year where there's lots of really good games, that one sort of just certainly was forgotten, and it probably deserved better than it got, given the fact that it's not actively bad at all. It just sort of like never didn't really didn't really connect with me, and I, I gave that game like probably five or six hours. Not really a lot of first person shooters this year, though, especially True. with Call of Duty spitting the bit. True. It was actually a bad year for FPSs. Actually, like it, it, this year was pretty good, but like Ainge is going to say Halo, and we know no, no, we know. No, no, no. I was going to say, you know why? Because <laughs> most FPSs are live service, right? Like all the yeah, FPSs that are top of the market are all live service. So yeah. whether you're playing Siege, Halo, Apex, Fortnite, um, the, yeah, Battlefield, if you want to support a new world yeah. novel IP in a single player environment. Immortals of AVM is fantastic. Cool. Cool. I agree. Yeah, we'll we'll get to our list here. Uh we're gonna go through a whole bunch of games um that you know shouldn't be overlooked. Um I don't really have a lot to add on the currently playing side because uh I gotta be honest with you guys, uh all I've played this week is Elden Ring. Fake gamer girl. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, it happens. I uh, I started a new playthrough. And I'm going deep into the lore and things I haven't discovered before. And it's just that game is, I've said it I've been playing a lot of Super Mario RPG. Um, Nice. And I still don't like it as much as Paper Mario's. Obviously, those are kind of more modern. Uh, But the Super Mario RPG has a very specific 90s Squaresoft vibe that was never really fully connected with me. Hmm. uh, We'll talk like Travis for a second. It's a little bit weirder. It's a little bit more... What exactly are we doing here? Very much kind of Secret of Evermore and other games that I could mention that nobody will know what I'm talking about. Uh, but the 90s Squaresoft had this kind of weirder vibe, and I think Super Mario RPG is the epitome of that. And I think it's great that we have a remake, and I'm glad it exists. But if I had to pick between playing it or even Origami King, I'd probably pick Origami King. Really? Yeah. Nice. I like that Super Mario RPG is weird. Personally, it is weird though. It's a weird game. I haven't played it since. I didn't play the new one yet. It reminds me of like Live Alive, right? It's got this very kind of slightly different, weird vibe to it that 
is indicative of Squaresoft of the 1990s. I will say the uh, the change in art style, I don't think, nails it. It seems nope. like they sort of just put 3D... They, they like took the textures from the original game and just like wrapped them around in a 3d way. And it makes everything look kind of odd. Uh, that that's been my everything is squished, dream. right? Like, yeah. so everybody looks squished. One of the things that really jumps out is that super Mario RPG had what I would describe as the donkey Kong country 3d effect, uh, which was really cool at the time. And it kind of looks like when you play the remake, at least for me that I wish it still looked like that, like the little tiny, dog things that you fight are fine in polygons, but they're not interesting as they were when they were kind of fake 3d super Nintendo graphics. So mm. it's overall, it's a remake that does everything competently. I'm glad it exists. I'm not sure it's better than the original and I'm not sure the original was really that great. Whoa. Wow. I, I know everybody loves it, but I'm, that's I just love how Super I Mario RPG. Yeah. It's kind of Super funny Mario talking about that, uh, you know, the art style you guys are talking about, because I think Wonder is pretty amazing in that regard, um, how it's kind of it's a 2D game, but they kind of have those 3D models. Um, that Wonder really looks great. The, Super yeah. Mario Wonder, they put clearly put a lot of time into the art in that game. And I don't, I don't think I don't think they did the same thing with Super Mario RPG. I think they just sort of like did good enough and then gave people the thing that they've been asking for for a decade of like, hey, here it is. It's back again, which is cool because I'm one of those people. I, I mean, I love never that does that. Yeah, and I I love that game, and it uh, it like unlike other games that get remasters and remakes, there's not really a lot of good ways to play Super Mario RPG right now. So I I think we definitely sure. needed it just from a game's preservation perspective. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. trying to trying to buy a copy of that for Super Nintendo is not cheap. Yeah. No, I'm, it is I'm a little really glad it, it exists as a project, and I'm amazed that they got it done really with all the licensing that had to happen. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think it's one of those games that stands as the pinnacle. And I really think Paper Mario winds up eating its lunch over the course of its history because that's what Super Mario RPG became. I was just going to say, Steve-O in your chat says, uh, I think Super Mario RPG was a really trial and error game for Nintendo. I think when they got to Paper Mario, they had a much better picture of what they wanted style-wise. So. Well, and I think Nintendo takes over, right? And so they, they're, they're handling it in-house and they don't have to work with Square, who is doing some... JRPG melodrama with Mario that doesn't fully fit certainly what we feel about Mario and his world now. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's an interesting vibe. It yep. feels it feels vintage. It feels retro. Definitely does. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Let's uh let's get caught up on super chats here. We've got Darth Mac. Okay, Darth Mac. Five dollars super chat. Just imagine Ty guy Travis with Half Life head crab in place of his headset. <laughs> You have that? I think I think against the tie you can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It already oh. kind of looks like that when you're wearing a headset. I will say that is the one thing about VR that has not changed is you look like a dork playing it. Like no matter how <laughs> yeah, no matter how cool it is. I was showing like other people in my life of VR this weekend. I was like, Oh, here you like working out, here's a workout game. You like rock climbing, here's a climbing game. Um, and they were all getting into it, but then you know everybody else watching is like you're a loser and you're correct yeah <laughs> look really, yeah, really having things. fun playing mini golf and you're just sitting in the living room that's right yeah yeah there you go there you go yeah. darth mike thank you for the super chat we got a member comment from debbie yes <clears throat> uh i think travis would uh should have to play house flipper House Slipper is a capitalist dreamscape game. We can't give that to Travis. Yeah. <laughs> next time you guys come back, uh, next next episode, I'll be I'll be reading 
Ayn Rand. You guys don't want that. That's that's right. That's Travis discusses. We absolutely do not want that. Thank yeah, you. you don't want that. No, no. Um, I was trying to see what House Flipper. Yeah, too many critics recommend that. That's at forty-two percent. That's way too high. That's forty-two percent. House Flipper. Isn't that lower than Rock A City? No, it was no, Rock 12. A was twelve. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes. So, yeah. Um, Debbie, thank you as always. Googleman. Hi, Googleman, back again. You mean the Jeff Keeley show featuring, featuring Sam Lake? He's going to try to introduce Sam Lake to Hideo Kojima. It's going to be a no doubt. No apocalypse. doubt. Do you think By the way, we can still have the bed I joked about, which you know, the number of shoes he wears combined with the number of times he mentions Kojima and Sam Lake. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be double digits. So prepare for it. Did you see the Timothy Chalamet pictures? At the Hideo Kojima offices, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I did not. What happened? Well, he's a he's it's a character. He's walking around in like uh, Kingdom Hearts buckles at the Hideo Kojima. Like, uh, I think it's I think it's their atrium, but it's like that white room that has the spaceman. Oh, Kojima Production Studio. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Timothy Chalamet does look like a Kingdom Hearts character. He does. Yeah, that's yeah. very fair. <laughs> Um, Google, thank you. Plague comment. Plague, uh, forgotten great game Warhammer 40k bolt gun. That is on my list. Yeah, I haven't played it, but I've heard so many great things. People tell me to play it. I need to play it. Yeah. So I was actually supposed to review that one and then they put me on something else instead. So I got a code for that game and played like a couple hours of it and was like, damn, this is really good. And then they were like, Travis, we need you on this other game. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the too other good. get Travis off it. Exactly. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> get him off. It's too good. Put him on Testament order of high human. Um, <laughs> so, oh God, it. I forgot about that one. Yeah. That probably game. for good reason. We but, could just make him play Testament again. They for, they yeah. forgot about it too. Cause they spelled their own name wrong in, did I tell you about the guys about that? They spelled their name. They couldn't even get the name of their own game right in the game. And like the letter that included, I think you mentioned it. Yeah, they have three different ways that they presented their own title of the game. <laughs> so like when you look up online, like what should I call this game in our database? It's like there's like no agreed upon correct title. Oh my gosh. It's very awkward. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, Plague, thank you. And Rick Davis with Rick the Davis. Uh, morning, guys. I wish to nominate a forgotten game, the System Shock remake. Yes. Excellent work by Night Dive on the great granddaddy of Bioshock. Yes, yeah. PC only right now, but supposedly being worked on for console. Right. So um, that was part of the Kickstarter, right? People, yes, it was. People funded it, it to the console level. Yeah, and That's it kind of went. It, it was went up and down for a couple of years about whether or not, and they basically like two years ago said, "Look, just give us some time, we'll get it right." And apparently, they, they did. Had to, they thing. had to swap the whole engine. They did a bunch of stuff with the System Shock stuff. Yeah, I really yeah. thought this game wasn't going to come out based on the. No doubt, it looked like the, one of those. The the troubled development. But yeah, it came out. That's that's the story of System Shock and all Bioshock games. Is <laughs> it looks like they're never going to come out, and then they do, and you're like, oh, it's pretty good. Crazy. System Shock Two is one of my favorites, but System Shock One I don't love as much. Mm. I do like. Hey, System uh, Shock. real quick before we go to our topic, I was going to mention on Immortals of the Avian. You play yep. the trial, it will give you the deluxe version. Or the option to go to the deluxe version to buy it for fifty percent off, I think. So it's actually cheaper, or around the same price as the sale price of the base game. 
or it's like okay. five bucks more. So you just play through it and it'll give you a link. You can't access it unless you play the trial. Um, uh, or I have to finish the trial. It, so. Do you know? No, you can just literally buy it right when you launch the trial. It'll it'll okay. bring up a link say, "Hey, purchase full game at half off." Dan's you trying to get you deals. Yeah, I'm just trying to help you Black out. Friday deal deals live, live. Listen, I'm all over. You have no idea how much I spent this week. It's insane. <laughs> it was cheaper than what I would you know normally spend. So nice. Anyway, all right. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's go through some of these games you guys had on your list. Then I've got. I kind of just went down the year. I basically pulled up a release date chart and kind of you know pulled out the games that uh released this year um you already got forespoken um one game that was uh heavily anticipated um and was forgotten about extremely quickly this year that i had on my list was atomic heart um so that came out in february basically there you know it looked like this kind of bioshockist first person shooter and soviet union type vibe and uh, rather quickly, that game just disappeared. Um, I know that a lot of the complaints with the game were around the protagonist being incredibly annoying and off-putting with his commentary as you play through it. Um, that was uh, pretty early on. I only got about, I only got a few hours into it, and uh, it just didn't grab me at all. I didn't even feel like continuing in that game. I don't know if you guys put a lot of time into that game, but uh, it's kind of amazing to me when I was looking back. I totally had forgotten that one even released. I was I'm kind of the same as you. I, I played played two hours, and I was just like, "Man, this guy is super annoying." But also, <laughs> this gameplay kind of sucks. Um, and when you actually get to it, because there's like thirty minute parade you got to go through before you even get there, and it, it was just it was just one of those things. Where I was just like, "All right, this is enough." I, I like the vibe. It had a really cool vibe to it, and I just couldn't keep going. I think it's a but, bad you know. time to have kind of things that seem pro Russia in the <laughs> in the zeitgeist. Um, so I, I I think Atomic Heart is better than it got credit for, but it didn't have a ton to say. So if you imagine Bioshock without the stuff at the end, without Would You Kindly, does it have the same kind of effect? I would say no. Yeah, it's just a generic action game at that point. Um, yeah, I that's one I actually have not played at all, which is a rarity for me. Uh, and the reason is because I keep waiting for it to go on a real sale. They keep doing like $10 off, $15 <laughs> off. And I'm like, no, dude, this is a $30 game. Just sell it to me for the real price. And I, it has not gone down that cheaply yet. So I'm waiting for it. They're like playing I, chicken. It's just Yeah, crazy. dude, it's, no. it's like I'm not going <laughs> to bite, man. 25% off? No. You are a 50, 60% off game. Come on. Travis wants a full auction system. I do. Here's my It was in Game price. Pass, wasn't it? It is in Game Pass, it? I thought. It's in Game Pass, but yeah, I'm trying to barter for it, I guess. Yeah, I, I should probably should just play it in Game Pass. Or not. I mean, there's plenty of other games. Exactly. Uh, time, too many other games. time is the resource you can't make more of, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead. We'll just kind of go around the horn here. We can just jump around with different games, but. Okay. Well, Dan is currently a Bioshock man right now. So yes. playing Bioshock. I want to remind Dan. people of the existence of making of Karateka. Oh, yes. I forgot about that one as well. See? Making of Karateka is more of a video game documentary about Karateka and specifically Jordan Mechner, who made Prince of Persia as well as Karateka and his father, who is the composer of the game. And it's really, really well done. You've got a lot of cool video commentary, a lot of, old letters between Jordan and Broderbun 
as well as versions of the game that originally released on like the Commodore 64 and the Apple IIe and a modern version of that same game. It's a great package. And I love seeing Digital Eclipse do these games where they have all of this kind of historian documentary preservation stuff put into an older title that probably wouldn't sell as well on its own. So I highly recommend it. I don't have any idea whether it's on sale anywhere, uh, but it is a forgotten game, I think, and it deserves to not be forgotten. I It's one of those that every time we bring it up, I'm like, yes, I'm going to go buy that after the show, and then I forget. So I'm literally going to type a note for myself right now. There you now. go, see? It doesn't happen again. It's easy to forget. It, it, there's just too much, man. There's too much. Yeah, our game is cool. Definitely. Okay, got it. So I... Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned Prince of Persia. I was just going to say, I was looking through this list, I, I realized and had forgotten it's not a forgotten release. But in January, we get the new 2D Prince of Persia, which looks fantastic, by the way. I'm very excited for that because that's from the Rayman Legends team. Um, so it, you, the gameplay should be on point. But that's and neither I here nor there. We'll cover that in two months. I keep thinking it's an Assassin's Creed game. So I, I appreciate you keep reminding me. <laughs> Fair enough. Travis, give us one. Um, I would like to nominate uh, My Friendly Neighborhood as a... Ah, we game. reviewed that one, actually. Yeah. Uh, My Friendly Neighborhood is a cool uh, game where it's a horror survival game. Basically, what if uh, the cast of Sesame Street was the bad guy in a horror game? Um, it's very weird and goofy and different. Um, and I tried to review that game, but we did not have time, budget, slash enough people interested online uh to actually justify a review for that game which i feel kind of badly about because i feel like it probably deserved a review um, but unfortunately people just didn't seem interested in that game which is why it's ending up on my forgotten games list um i would have liked to review that one and uh i in preview uh, i played a, a version of the game that was pretty uh, incomplete there was like a lot of stuff that in the patch notes of like hey we still need to fix this and this isn't here and hmm. stuff but like small i saw the dev, if I remember right the very small dev um yeah. and uh th yeah there were a bunch of things that they were still working on when i previewed it but even in its early form where there were clearly things obviously missing um i still thought like it had a lot of potential and i never really got to see what game that ended up being they sent me a copy of it but i just i didn't have time to play it because i wasn't doing a review for it so um, I'm yeah, looking that's up one, our review right now. That's one I'd like uh, more people to know about just because uh, I enjoyed my time with it in preview and I think it's a very interesting idea for a game. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, so our reviewer, Steve, um, he did play the full game. Um, he gave it a seven and a half um, and basically says, you know, there's a lot of uh, kind of hard games with jump scares and bland YouTube fodder, but uh, this game stands out. Um, and uh, yeah, made by two developers apparently. So uh, he he really enjoyed it. Yeah, ex I mean, extremely unique, and that's that's like one of the qualities I most look for in my games is something new and different. And I think that definitely nails that. It is very different. I mean, it starts off with a musical sequence. It's a horror game. Like that's great. That's cool. <laughs> so very cool. Yeah. Well, if we are talking about horror games, can I make a recommendation? There is no yeah. round robin here. Go for it. Slay the Princess. Slay the Princess. Carry on. Slay the Princess is like an old school action adventure game um, in which the graphics are black and white and you are instructed to kill the princess. And 
I'm not going to say much more. It's essentially existential horror, um, but you should check it out. It's a cent- it, it's like an old, I don't know, Shadowrun game. Um, but I, I like that vibe. I like existential horror. You heard me say last week that I enjoy Dredge, and I did pick up the uh-huh. DLC for Dredge. It's got nice. a little bit of that. I, I highly recommend it if you're interested at all in visual novels and action adventure games, adventure games of the old school variety of items and inventory and things like that. Yeah, looking it up, it only came out a month ago. Um, very, very highly rated on Steam. Well, I think all of my list really could be uh, pared down to uh, PC, right? Like, we don't talk enough about PC games, and there's a lot of good ones. Uh-huh. There definitely are. Yeah, uh, especially ones that are either first on PC or unique to PC, as you're pointing out, right? Yeah, I don't um, I don't think Slay the Princess is likely to come to any other platform. But yeah, I don't know. it's on Steam. It's only $18 on Steam. Um, looks cool. Sorry man. for spending your money, chat, but I do recommend it. <laughs> is it hand-drawn? Looks hand-drawn. It's got a hand-drawn element to it. Yeah. I don't know the, the full art style. Uh, it's a narrative first game. So if you like narrative, if you like storytelling, that's why you would go to it first. Cool. Very cool. I missed the name of this one. Nice. What was it? Slay, Slay the, the princess. princess. Oh, gotcha. Slay the princess. Okay. I believe I, the tagline is don't believe her lies. Oh. Sounds like a memento cool note song. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe um, his lies. Don't believe his lies. Um, I want to call out Aliens Dark Descent, um, which is a uh, obviously Aliens IP game, right? Um, which we got one last year too, which was okay. Uh, played it for a little bit. Um, this again is this kind of four player co op, uh, aliens themed game, but I think done better than uh, you say rock? do you mean, do you mean what is it, Elite? Uh, what, what is the Fire other game, Elite? Player? Fire yeah, Team Elite, Dark, yes. Dark Descent is the real-time strategy game. Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm mixing these games up. I apologize. Um, but I was going back and looking at this one from earlier this year. When did this come out? Um, in June. And, uh, you know, I'm a big Aliens kind of IP guy. I uh, love Aliens. And there's been a lot of games, right? A lot of things based around Aliens. Some good, some bad, everything in between. Um, but I was kind of going through some of the write-ups on this, and I talked to some people who played this one, and uh, generally really highly regarded, some really solid reviews on this one, and uh, some friends really enjoyed it as well. So it's probably one of those games you could pick up on the cheap if you're into Aliens. Um, I believe it's in the play- in the PlayStation Black Friday sale, because I was looking at it earlier this weekend. Cool. There so you go. So it's an RTS? No, no. This one is a Left 4 Dead type game. It's uh, It's what Colonial Marines wanted to be, I think, back in the day. Hey, I remember that game. A cool one. Dark Descent. Yeah, it's on sale. I played, I played yeah, a little bit of that. Twenty-seven ninety-nine. Not Dark Descent. I think it's no, not Dark Fire Descent. Team Fire Elite. Team Elite. Oh, Fire Team Elite was last year. Dark Descent is yeah. the one I'm talking about from this year. But Dark Descent is okay. the real-time strategy game. Yeah, that's what right. we're talking about. I oh, mix. Okay. I said I mixed them up at the start. Oh, yeah. I, sorry. I thought you mixed yeah. them up and you wanted the Fire Team Elite. No, Dark Descent. No, 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 no. Dark is Descent. a real-time strategy game. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Fire Team Elite. Like, it was the one when I said I meant it was okay. You know, I played it a little bit. It was fine. It, okay. it didn't do anything unique. But everything I've seen about Dark Descent is uh, is actually really, really strong. 
Um, like I said, feels like it got overlooked. It's rated very highly, very highly regarded, and the people I've talked to that have played it have seemingly loved it. So I would give that a look if you're into the Aliens IP, like I said. Hmm. I have to look at it. I think Aliens has done well in the last year or so. There's been a lot of alien stuff. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's better than... I would say a lot of the licensed games we get nowadays are typically better than what we used to get in like the 90s and 2000s, right? Well, let's talk about 80s licensed games that could be Go. forgotten that I don't want to see forgotten. Robocop. Robocop. Yeah, Rogue I knew City. it was coming. I knew it was coming. Robocop. Robocop Rogue City is pretty good. It is not worthy of being forgotten. Nice. Seen a I lot will of agree to that. It. I'll agree <laughs> that it's not worthy of being forgotten. It's about as hard, high as I'd go on the bar, but yeah. Wow. Travis is, is harsh on the first-person shooters, but you give me a first-person shooter that does its own thing and has its own story and isn't just a connection for multiplayer arenas, and I'm enjoying myself, generally speaking. It's just a little one-note for me is my problem with that game. You are, in <laughs> fact, a RoboCop. You are a RoboCop, and you're just sort of walk, stalking the halls, shooting things. I mean, it, cool. yeah. Shooting but it does it does it does fulfill the RoboCop fantasy, that's for sure. Yeah, I watched a group that I follow play it the first couple hours of it, and it definitely has that vibe from the '80s movie, right? Like, I mean, it seems like that's what they do well. So, if you're looking for that and like that, it feels like that's going to be right up your alley. Um, to Travis's note, anything I saw out of the gameplay looked pretty one note. It's 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 alien isolation for RoboCop. <laughs> it, it, it does what that genre was. You're the one to. attacking instead of hiding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I haven't played as many as you guys, so I don't have a ton. Uh, but of course, I will mention uh, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, Ishin. Uh, I, so I had that year. on my list. I was going to bring it up for you for that reason because I had forgotten yeah, that released earlier this year. I think a lot of people did. And it's, you know, I know it's like a remake, you know, but it's it's really well done. Uh, if you like Yakuza, it's going to be right up your alley. Takes you back to the, you know, feudal Japan kind of deal. Instead of guns, even though there are guns, you get swords for the most part. Uh, nice and little fun game. It's, it's Yakuza through and through. So the weird sub stories and everything. So check it out also on sale don't know for how much though so where does that sit in the infamous yakuza timeline and character arc here it's it's really not like connected as much you know it's it's basically these characters that you that you played through in really yakuza zero through six okay. and uh they take those characters actually and and uh like a dragon as well uh, so they they have a uh, they basically take those characters, put them in different places. They're, they're, they're playing different characters, I guess. You know, they're just using the models, and uh, but it's, it's it's fun. I mean, it's a fun little game. It's it's if you like the Yakuza franchise, like I said, you know, it's it, it's cool to kind of see them in kind of a little bit different light. I mean, Kiru is still Kiru, generally. Okay. You know, I mean, he still goes. You know, he's still the same guy. But like Majima's in it, and uh, everybody, you know. So it's 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 it was probably one of my I haven't forgotten a lot of games because I didn't play a lot of games. So that's probably one of those that 
kind of I totally forgot I played. Then I see okay. it and I'm like, no, I gotta go back and play it some more. It was it was good. Very good. Gotcha. I have to go back and play it. It's a good reference because it, it is one of those games that came out when my hand said no. So <laughs> I'm trying to go yes. back to those games. The game I have from that time period that I wanted to remember was Wild Hearts. I really liked that game. Okay. Huh. The uh, the Monster Hunter uh, competitor, if you will. It's a Monster Hunter alike, but it has certain Fortnite building elements that I think work well in that genre. And I, I think it will ultimately be forgotten because it's not going to have a sequel and EA Originals is probably not going to last in the way that they built it. But I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah, I only played it extremely briefly, but then I'm not a big Monster Hunter guy. So, um, yeah. We know. Yeah, I know. So uh, it didn't do much for me, but that's fine. I know it was uh, reviewed, regarded pretty highly, if I recall correctly. So For a moment. But, I mean, like that's why we're having these conversations is 2023 just came in and the lights got bright. What was that Monster Hunter light game? Wild Hearts. Yeah, I actually did play almost that entire game. I helped uh, Tom review it. Yeah. It's a good game. Completely yeah, forgot about it. For us, he really liked it. Yeah. Forgot playing it. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I played that game for like 10, 11 hours. Completely forgot about it. Yep. Uh, I'll throw one up on a tee for you, Travis, um, that I had going through the list that I haven't. I've only played once, but I know you reviewed it and really liked it. Is Meet Your Maker. It's on my list. Okay. Yeah. I think that one is uh, definitely overlooked because, again, it came out during a really bad time. I can't remember what was coming out at that time, but some everybody was playing something else is my recollection. Uh, <laughs> that one's really cool. Uh, me, making your own levels, having your friends try to take down those levels and basically just infinite replayability in terms of stuff to do. It's also gotten really good support. It kind of has not really live service model because I don't think they're doing season passes and stuff, but they are like it's got a long tail in terms of support for that game. Um, so they've been coming out with stuff like new traps and uh, new weapons and new ways to mess with uh, the people invading your bases. Um, and it's a super cool game. Um, I can't remember it's what's real going weird. There. It's a real weird Very vibe. Weird. It's a weird vibe. It's like Mad Max kind of gross sci-fi world with a, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> post-apocalyptic uh, game of, um, not hide and seek, but uh, attack defend, which is kind of interesting. Um, super cool game. But yeah, you can watch my review on that one. Definitely on my list. Actually, I, I tried to put as many games that I reviewed on my list as possible that I thought were actually worth remembering. Because some of the games I review aren't worth remembering. Nobody needs to know about the uh, Gray Hill incident. <laughs> it's fine. Don't do it. For, go ahead and forget about that one. Forget that one happened. Um, I sure wish I forgot about it. <laughs> um a couple of people in chat and i had this on my list too have mentioned minecraft legends came out this year it's on my list as well yeah yeah which uh it's minecraft i mean it's one of the biggest ips in gaming right it's kind of weird to think that this and, and maybe we're not the audience right minecraft has a, a different my daughters audience, do right? update me on the minecraft live announcements so if you're okay. not getting that you might forget it i guess yeah yeah so maybe it's just Maybe that's part of it, but that's definitely one. When I looked back, I was like, wow, Minecraft Legends did come out this year, didn't it? I didn't get to play nearly enough of that game, but I really liked what I did play. So that that is also on my list, Minecraft Legends. I don't love that one. I'm just a person, but I don't love that one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you like Minecraft in general. I'm just a guy. 
Uh, just the guy looking at a game I don't like. <laughs> In love with stuff that's not Minecraft. Oh my god. Well, no, oh, I, I just man. don't love it. I mean, I but if if other people like it, that's great. Um, <laughs> I did want to talk a little bit about cozy games because Go. I love Faith Farm. I've talked about that, but probably not mm -hmm. as much as I've been playing it in this space. Fay Farm is a great farming game with all the stuff that you love from Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon or however back you want to go in the kind of farming life sim relationship management game genre. And it's an excellent representation of it. And I love Palia, which was introduced to me by Travis. And we play it in Hogue House mm -hmm. still. It's a, it's a World of Warcraft if you only did cozy things. It's, it's Animal Crossing meets WoW. That's how I describe it. It's actually pretty cool in theory. It's not my type yeah. of game, but just the concept is, sounds really cool. And the art style, because we talked about that one because I was talking to PR about it. The art style on that one is pretty beautiful from what I've seen. It is. No, it's great. It's a, it's real, right? It's not just trying to get away with budget graphics from a cozy yeah, yeah. environment perspective. So Faith Farm and Palia, I don't want to be forgotten because I think those are really good. Nice. Great games. Yeah, nice. Palia, Palia is also on my list um, because that I actually spent my fiance has spent over 250 hours in the game. She actually funny story. She played that game so much in preview, like we got codes like maybe a month and a half before they entered their beta and everyone could play it. She played so much that the publisher called me to ask why one of my codes had like over 150 hours in it because they were like are you are you playing that much and are you I had crypto to, mining with Pally? yeah they, they were they were like what what is up with that like the developer was like yo one of the codes we gave out like all the other codes are like 15 20 hour like, our game is not meant to be played this long yeah. what are you it was, doing it was, it was like very early state and they were like they asked the publisher they were like hey can you like reach out to IGN because one of the codes we gave them is being used for like an absurd amount of playtime. And they called me. I just so happened to be at the IGN office when it happened, when they called me and they were just like, what's going on? And I was just like, that is my fiance. She loves your game. And they were just like, Oh damn, that's she's played more than everyone by a lot. And I was just like, yep, she's obsessed. So I put maybe like 60, 70 hours into that game, which is a lot for a preview. Like I didn't review that game. I did a preview. Usually a preview you play like a couple hours. Um, so that was that was it's a pretty compelling. My daughter is dedicated to becoming a citizen of Palia. Yeah, that takes a long time, dude. It's a it's a quite a grind. Um, but yeah, that's a super cool one. I will I will take that off my list as well. Palia was on there. That's awesome. I uh I want to shout out one, um, which again may not be the audience and maybe my kind of feed. I don't hear about it, but Lego 2K Drive. So, this mm. is a Lego licensed game, um, but it's in the Forza Horizon Crew Motorfest style, right? So, it's an open world kind of racer, but more funny themed, right? In the Lego world, kind of humor, lighthearted for kids type thing. So, um, it's one of those games that, uh, you know, is beautiful and has a lot to do just if you enjoy, if you have kids and you enjoy racing around, don't even have to be kids, right? Um, it can just be a fun game. One of those games to kind of veg out to that came out in the middle of the year, right in May when all the big games were ready to hit like Diablo, Final Fantasy. Um, I forget all the others now, but there were yeah, so many games. That it, yeah, it just got lost, I think. And again, um, very highly regarded, critically, very acclaimed. Um, 
just one of those games. So if you if you're looking for the kind of casual racer uh, that you can just have fun with and cruise around and discover things, kind of open world racer, it's a good one to to call out. Along with Crew Motorfest, which uh, I know we've talked about previously, so it's not really forgotten about. But in can I sense, recommend uh, Hot Wheels two instead yeah. of Lego Drive? And Lego Drive is not because I have experience with it. I tried to buy it physically, which is always a mistake. And it came with a dead sector or whatever, and I was never able to install it. And I know people have the digital physical fight all the time, but at least with the digital games, I can play them. And I, I never got game. a physical copy of <laughs> Lego 2K Drive that worked. So that's always the you know you know you can get a new one, right? Yeah, yeah. could have gotten a new one, didn't. <laughs> too much work <laughs> okay nope. i can never nope. have a digital have copy not work man but digital copies don't work when they stop letting them work i mean you know you do the same thing with yeah that's happened so much it's yeah. a false equivalency <laughs> so and you know it sir i was making Mostly. a joke but i did get a bad disc um yeah. and i, I love the hot bad. wheels i love the hot wheels games i think they do a really cool way of making the cars look like hot wheels and i think they are a fun arcade racer that has all the kind of skidding and, and speed boosts that you want to see from a from a Mario Kart or something like that. And it's a lot of fun to play. Here's Except for best tip. racing or sports game this year. There's a pro tip, Hogue. If you're going to have something physically shipped to your house, why not make it actual Hot Wheels? I mean, if you're going to go through all the trouble. I have lots of Hot Wheels and Hot Wheel tracks. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a better this is why I can't afford a MetaQuest 3, Travis. I got Hot Wheels. I got tiny little robots. Can your Hot hot Wheels ride around on your non-functional disc of the Hot Wheels game? Can you have them (laughs) like use that as a course? Use that as a course. Yeah. Um, Although I I can recommend Hot Wheels. And then, yeah, Nissa in the chat says the Disney's car, my game. Uh, The Disney Speedstorm, I really like this year as well. Um, Oh, Speedstorm, yeah. But Gameloft is getting in a little trouble. Because they are moving around their business model for Disney Dreamlight Valley. I would expect whatever winds up happening with Dreamlight Valley will also happen with Speedstorm. This year is the 1.0 release. I think it's happening. Yeah, it's 1.0 on the 5th of December, which I was going to mention this week to you guys because I know you've talked a lot about Dreamlight Valley and I noticed that on the list. Dreamlight Valley is great, but they're not going free to play and some people are mad. Some people are sending me letters asking me to do lawsuits and things. I'm mad. So. Wow. No, okay. by the way. Uh, but uh, yeah, people are upset. <laughs> Too funny. Um, one of the bigger ones that came out earlier this year that I think got lost, uh, especially given kind of the type of game it is, uh, is Wolong uh, Fallen Dynasty. So this is a, uh, it's Team Ninja basically taking what they did with Neo. Um, and making it more of a, even more of a kind of a larger Souls-like. Um, highly regarded, highly reviewed, um, plays well, mechanically very strong. It's deep. There's a lot to it. Um, it seems kind of strange for a game of that caliber uh, to be to be lost so quickly. But again, I, it's what we keep saying, right? It's just the, the nature of the year. But um, yeah, it came out in March. Uh, it also launched on Game Pass, so I know it found an audience in terms of players pretty quickly. Um, but it's definitely one that I feel like if you're if you're like me, you like the Souls games, you like those kind of tough action games, what have you, um, it's definitely up there. It should be on your list if you haven't checked it out or didn't get to it this year. And I'm sure by now, several months later, you could probably get a, a pretty good deal on it. So 
I would check that one out. I'm probably not the right person to talk on this, but I don't love Wo Long. I think things like Liza P are, are better this year. And I think to some extent, some of the stuff that gets forgotten is because it doesn't connect as much as we would hope it does. That's all of these. Yeah. Well, to some extent, uh, some things just come out at the wrong time, but I don't think making of Karateka does anything though. wrong necessarily. Uh, it's just not going to have the same kind of zeitgeist moment as something like Alan Wake doing a musical number. I think um, even if it came out on a slow year, it wouldn't because it's such a niche idea for a game. You have to, it's yeah. aimed at people who care about games, which is like the four people on this panel and then like games. <laughs> what, we, what game are we talking about? Karateka. Like it's just designed. Oh. Um, like have a love of like the industry, which is like how many people are there? That's a very small market. I think that was a passion game and I'm glad it exists obviously, but I think it's a fairly brilliant piece of PR to take what you've got as an intellectual property and figure out how to market it at all in 2023. But I think it's great. It's a great, it should become the model for like bringing back retro games, I think, but yeah, it it, it was never going to have mass appeal. I played Wo Long and I was not impressed. I like Fair Wolong. enough, but I don't. I, I don't think, think Wolong Long is up your alley. Typically, is it, Hope? Yeah, not really. I mean, no. I, I play all these games, but it's not one that I would tend to love. But I love Liza P, and I suck at that. Yeah. Well, I think Liza P definitely hit a hit a uh, hit a mark. With Liza a P is people. not a forgotten game, though. Nope. No, 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 it's not. I'm not no. bringing it up is forgotten. Yeah. No, I think no, I think Hope's not- point was if you're going to play a game in that vein. Liza P is probably a better game to play, right? I will agree with that. I think Liza P is better. Yeah. yeah. They're very different games, though. I don't, I wouldn't even call Wo Long really a Souls like. It has some sort of. Yeah. And Tal just called out it's more like a Ninja Gaiden because it's Team Ninja, which is true. They just, you know, with Neo and, um, and Wo Long, they have added kind of Souls ish elements, but then so. And, and you better like some of that Three Kingdoms stuff. I mean, like that. Yeah. If you don't, it's not going to work for you. That's yes, yeah, it's got that Dynasty it Warriors vibe. vibe to it too, for sure. Yep. Uh, no, I think the one that is the most easily forgotten by some that shouldn't be after the ones I've already spoken of is Octopath Traveler 2. It's on my list too. Yeah. Yeah. So I love JRPGs, obviously. I love role-playing games. I love narrative. Octopath Traveler 2 I think didn't move the needle um, as much away from Octopath Traveler 1 as it needed to do to get more credibility from some folks, but it is an improvement over the first one, and it still has one of the best turn-based battle systems of any JRPG in the last couple of years. Octopath Traveler makes you think as you play through it, and Octopath Traveler 2 has, I would say, more interesting characters throughout than Octopath Traveler 1, and I love Octopath Traveler 1. So don't forget Octopath Traveler 2. Don't sleep on it. It's great. I still need to finish that game. It's probably going to take me like 10 years. <laughs> it's long. Yeah, and I don't have I don't have time to focus on it 100%. you going to finish that first, or Hogue with Xenoblade 3? Oh, so Hogue's never finishing Xenoblade I, I don't know that I will ever finish Xenoblade I've, 3. I've, I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, I've long believed that that was... That's that's his bakery. I mean, that's never <laughs> happening. Not... Welcome to the uh, welcome to the yeah. business, Hogue. Yeah, uh, it's it's too. These games are too long, fellas. You know this. I uh, mean, I don't know that Xenoblade Chronicles Three is too long. It's very overwritten. I'll give you that. But like, it's kind too of long. Overwritten. You literally ranted 
on this show about the game being too long. <laughs> it is. It is long. It was my point. But is it too long? Is it too long? It's a good game. It's a damn good game. Oh I'm going to keep playing it. It's got a lot to say about like you're going to keep playing the first 20 hours. I know how you work, Hogue. Every time you pick it up, you're going to be like, it's been so long. Let me start. From I, the beginning. I think I don't have to start over again on this one, but I might. All right. Okay. <laughs> Put Xenoblade down and just play Elden Ring. Do me a favor. I, Personal I'm, favor. I'm playing Elden tried. Ring. He tried. I'm still in yeah. Stormvale. I'm playing Elden Ring. I don't even know <laughs> what that is. So you're farther than I am. It's go. the first. Uh, it's the first legacy, what they call the legacy dungeon. So you it's have the these regions in Elden Ring, and then you get to an area which kind of has like an El a uh, demigod, and it's like a huge level within the game world. They're um, really big. Yeah, Stormvale is is yeah. massive. The, no idea. The, yeah, I won't go on about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're early still. You're early. Um, I know this. I know this. You're early. Y yeah, I mean, very early in that game. Um, I will yeah, uh, talk I'll to you about a little game more. you probably. Oh, go, Dan. Go. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Fine. Yep. Uh, Everspace 2. I got oh. this year, and it was awesome. And I'm still playing it. It's very long. There's not a lot of space sim shooters out there. And it's not. I don't know. It's not as. Uh, it's better than Everspace 1. Uh, but I also <laughs> love that game. So. Because I love Everspace 1. Yeah, it's, it's, a more, it's a lot more. It's a lot more wrong time, but yeah. Also on sale. For so about 30 bucks. Uh, I'm guessing. At least on PC earlier this year, I think. But it came to okay. the PlayStation Xbox. Uh, I want to say August. It was right during August. Baldur's yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it, came, it was, came out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and and it, it was the same time as Starfield. Yeah, just before it. So. I thought it was great. I, I need to get back to it. I also need to get speaking to of Starfield. Starfield it's on my yeah. list of forgotten games. <laughs> I would love to put I mean, Starfield on here, but I don't think it's forgotten in any reasonable way. Oh, oh, I think it's forgotten <laughs> by three forgotten. of four members on this panel. It has been forgotten, which is why nope, none yeah. of you guys have played that game. Nope, I, I played I it this played last it week. How many minutes? <laughs> uh, I, I played it Seven. in the crow and, and out to it new atlantis again i, I yeah. restarted it you know what i do of course <laughs> my point Hogue is, is perpetually stuck in chapter one of like 19 games <laughs> <laughs> i think that game was forgotten. guilty as charged oh i, uh, I don't think forgotten, and i'm looking forward to how they expand it in dlc and how they sell it to me for i am night. looking forward to, to revisiting it same as hoke yeah um Every time when I pop into Starfield, I'm impressed. I, I I think Starfield got a bit of a bum rap because it's not Skyrim. Uh, but I I I pop in and say, no, this is definitely a game that immediately grabs me personally. Uh, and so I, I really like that game. But yeah. Is it forgotten? No, I think Starfield trended during the Game Awards announcements, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah along, got, along with Xbox it, it, tax, I, I believe I believe it trended <laughs> as people uh, people saying that it had been forgotten. People saying believe, that it had been left off the, the list, but that's that's not forgotten. Yeah, you can't trend on Twitter with something. a forgotten title. My my point is, I think a lot of people forgot about that game, and I think a lot of people, some people, aren't willing to admit that they forgot about it. I have not forgotten about Starfield. I forgot okay. about it. 
So just because you stopped playing it doesn't mean you forgot about it. It means you're just playing something else. I'm just saying, I played 200 hours of that game and actually finished it. And we were supposed to have a big debate after you guys played more of it so that we could <laughs> talk about more than just the first 10 That hours. is true. That is never true. happened. That is also true. I don't I'm, play I'm, games I'm, like I'm personally am salty because I felt like <laughs> I felt like once you guys played more of that game, you guys were going to see my side of it. And we never got to have that part of the debate. And it just it bums me out. <laughs> we, we need to make a we need to make a pledge to Travis that once we get to the point where we can talk more intelligently about Starfield in the late game, we come back and revisit that conversation. I will keep playing Starfield. I really enjoy that world and bouncing around inside Starfield. So I will keep playing it. That's my December game. I'm, I'm getting ready. Oh, okay. no, not my December game, Travis. That's Pandora. I'm, I'm heading to Pandora for December. So sorry about trust that. Ubisoft with that IP. So I do trust Ubisoft. <laughs> no. I like Ubisoft games in general. Well, so do I. I really do. I don't I think don't there's anything like it just looks like Far Cry, Far Cry of Vitar, however yes. you want to say that and piece it together, which is yeah. fine. That's I, probably going to be fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm not I'm not expecting. I, I guess it's probably expectations, right? I'm not expecting a game of the year winner out of Avatar. But nope. will it be fun? I, I bet it'll be fun. I guess we'll see. We're only a couple of weeks yeah. away from that finally releasing. We've been hearing about it for years. So that's the Avatar way. Yeah, <laughs> true. They were just paying homage this whole time. Game's been ready for two years. Um, what was I going to say? I want to talk to you about a little game you might have heard of called Redfall. Not so I for could hear the crickets. Yeah, I know. It's I know. much better with the patch, and I have gone in and played it again, but it's just not compelling enough to compete with my time for anything else. No, it is. it is not super compelling. It is not, I say it partially joking, of course, given that the narrative about the game, but um, I haven't tried it on Xbox. I know Xbox got the updates um, and they changed some other things. Like I said, I played it on PC at launch, so performance-wise, it was much, much better than, than Xbox at launch. But as I said in my review, um, the game, as you get into it and, it, and I've said this before, it does a really bad thing which we always joke about here, which is like after you put 15 hours into it, it gets better. Like it's, it shouldn't be that way, but sadly it is that way. Um, the second half of that game is much better than the first half. Um, and it is, uh, it does actually have some really cool stuff that it does. It's not excellent. It's not a nine out of 10. It's not, you know, game of the year contender, but for a game either in game pass, now that's gotten updates or that you can get on the cheap and you just want something to goof off with, especially if you're playing in co-op, it's worth giving a look at some point. That's what I would say about that game. See, if I'm playing co-op and I want to fight zombies or the undead or vampires or whatever, I'm playing. I'm playing Dead Island Two. Dead Island Two's on my list. Yeah, Dead Island Two is good. Good game. I feel no like one we've should have forgotten Dead Island, Island Two. <laughs> well, Travis and I both reviewed it. I know we've talked about it quite a bit. We gave it. I think we both gave it an eight. Um, it's a good game. Dead Island Two is a good game. Do not yeah. forget Dead Island 2. I didn't even think we'd have this conversation. It's not on my list because who could have forgotten it? <laughs> no, it's a very fun game. Um, I still wish they would have gone bigger with the level design, but that's just me. Other than that, I really enjoyed it. It's even got a, a kind of fun, you know, the, the arc of the story it takes is pretty good too. Um, yeah, it's a good game. Very good game. So, And for the record, you- we had the conversation about Grand Theft Auto last week or the other week. 
I yeah. think it handles satire of Los Angeles better than uh, Rockstar does. <laughs> Definitely has some uh, funny parts. Definitely has some funny parts. Yeah. I'm not going to get you and Travis started on that piece again. Though. No. Um, Which one? Nothing. Nope. Dan, I know uh, <laughs> I know you played this. I didn't play it. Uh, I forgot that the expansion for Horizon Forbidden West came out this year, Burning Shores. Did it? <laughs> it did. <laughs> That's crazy. You I had no you, idea. Am I forgetting? I, I thought it. you finished it. No, no. Okay. I finished it 100%. I didn't realize worth, it came out this year. Yeah, worth your time? I totally forgot about it. So it's <laughs> um, an app game to talk about right now. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, for the, for the, you know, it's on sale again. Also, from the Dan sales, it's, it's, it's there. Um, yeah, it's worth it. I mean, if you like Horizon, uh, the, you know, then this is more of that. With some you have to beat Forbidden monsters. West to get to it, right? You do have to finish Forbidden West to get to it. That's so, a task. It's kind of rough. Uh, if you can do that, which I've done a couple times, you'll be fine. You're good to go. Listen, I, I beat that game on the hardest difficulty there is, which is saying a lot because, you know, either that or it means that the hardest difficulty in Horizon is really not that hard, which I'm leaning towards. Um, so it, it's it's a super fun game. Uh, they did a really good job with the expansion. Very, very cool kind of ending boss thing. Uh, they kind of, uh, they you know, if, if you're a fan of Aloy, they they kind of pushed her character a little bit farther as far as, like, you know, getting to know who she is. And, you know, it sets up another game, uh, game coming after that. So there's, you know, Horizon... You know, not so forbidden East, maybe is next. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Dark Mac called you Deal Guy Dan, and I think that's got to be your new name, Deal Guy Dan. I think, I think Dan might be Oreo sixty four. Secret. <laughs> Do we know? Do we Dude, know that's my sure? buddy. That would be hilarious. Yeah, he's your buddy, your friend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Bruce Wayne's friend, Batman. I've never seen him post at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's. it's I love I love I love getting deals, man. I love them. So I'm always looking for them. My my biggest problem is, and I do this even when they're not on sale, is I'm really trying to be better about just buying games because they're releasing when I know I know I don't have time to play them. Yeah, I do that way That's too. What often. I do with Starfield. I figure, well, once that comes out and Forza comes out, I'll sign up for a month of Game Pass and play them both. I like my, feeling my, when my I home. have time that I have a lot of options of what to play. So that's how you get the smattering of chapter ones from me. But it's so much. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think. Yeah. One, yeah. One, I got else one Baldur's sure. Gate, but I'll have to stop creating characters at some point. <laughs> uh, Gamefire says that PSVR two get forgotten. The funny thing is PSVR two is literally at the top of my list. Um, just because, you know, it came out in February, it came out with a large number of games, but I think as we've talked about previously here, um, not, of lot, not a lot of what we would call, or any for that matter, uh, new kind of standout experiences, especially from first party. Mm -hmm. Call of the Mountain Synapse. was supposed to be that. Uh, Synapse is good. Yes, very good. Not but Call of the Mountain though, was right? supposed to be that. Um, it wasn't. Yeah, Call um, of the Mountain is not where it is, but Synapse is great. Yeah. Synapse is yeah. great, and then they've got the roller coaster horror game. And but I think that's all they've gotten in terms of exclusive deals with third parties. Meanwhile, Meta's out here spending 
lots of money to get games like Assassin's Creed Nexus, which is on my forgotten games list, by the way. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think they've had a lot more luck with, or not luck, I just more aggressive strategy, more money put into it. Whereas PlayStation feels like it's not really coming to play in the VR space, unfortunately. Uh, if you're Facebook versus Sony, that's how it's going to look. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like PlayStation, you know, Sony, their whole strategy is we'll pay money to keep it off of the other platforms. And will we the fact that we're so ingrained in the, the game space that the meta is sort of still considered an outsider. You know, they they've got uh, what is it called? Sangonzu game or whatever, but they, they don't really have a whole lot of uh, studios in house. But they do um, have a lot of money. They do have a lot of money and they're clearly throwing that money around, which is good for them. But you could say the same of Xbox and it doesn't work for them. And that's probably just about a adoption. How many people actually have the platform versus meta? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean I think Sony looks at it and says, uh, we can go and buy, uh, support of things that are on meta or things that are on live <laughs> or whatever in a way that isn't actually going to be seen by many folks as not being a PlayStation VR game. Because you aren't usually Travis. You aren't usually having six VR helmets somewhere in your living room. So PSVR 2 has only a couple exclusive games, perhaps, but it has a lot of games. They just happen to be games that probably appeared on MetaQuest 2 or 3 first. But that's bad because the MetaQuest is $300 and their headset is twice as expensive. I've already talked to you about how this is a stupid business proposition from Sony. It's not a stupid business proposition if they actually put money into the platform and developing games that could only work on that platform. It's stupid. Their model is stupid if you're just going to copy Meta because your headset is twice as expensive. There's a lot of if-thens we can do about it would be different (laughs) if it were different. It'd be but. different if they they could make it different, though, is my point. It's not like it's different and it's completely out of their control. It's just a shit strategy. It was always a shit strategy, right? You, you don't go and compete solely on hardware and then don't have any support on the software side. But yeah. that was what they, that's what they said they were going to do. We're going we're gonna to over-engineer this thing. And I like my PSVR, too. But we're going to over-engineer this thing, and then we're only going to release games every once in a while. Well, they didn't say that they weren't going to... Oh, they did. When they announced their games and it was eight meta games, yes, Call of the Mountain, you knew what their strategy was. I mean, you, I think when we were debating this, we were like, hey, it'll, you were saying, I think it's going to fail because it's too expensive. And I said, I agree with that if they don't support it with good and good first party software. And I think that was was in the context of the early blog posts as well. I don't think you're giving me as much credit as I deserve on this. Yeah, but your point was that it was it was a loser on price, and I don't think that that was true That's at fantastic. all. Fantastic. You, you were saying that it was a loser just on price, and I don't. It's over engineered. Right. I mean, people would defend it and say, "Well, you get all these bells and whistles, and that's why it's this money," and that's fine. And I don't love. We talked about it earlier in this episode. I don't love what Meta has done with their our our unit is only five hundred and fifty dollars, but if you want it to drive off the lot, you're going to have to spend another five hundred. I don't yeah. love that model either, but here we are. So yeah, well, I would like to play Asgard's Wrath, and Sony should get on that kind of stuff, but what can I do? Well, Asgard's Wrath is never going to come to another platform because they actually got bought by Sony, that studio. Uh, Meta, you mean? Oh, sorry, Meta. Yeah, they got okay. bought by Meta. Um, right. But uh, the, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think 
the PSVR 2 is only too expensive and only over over engineered if the plan was to just copy MetaQuest and make those same games on their platform then yeah it's dumb but if your plan was to do things that the MetaQuest couldn't do like Half-Life Alex like I I think Synapse gets kind of close maybe MetaQuest could do that but I don't think near uh nearly as as well and so um, if they had planned to support more stuff like that, I think it could be a completely different story. I think then we'd be talking about, well, the MetaQuest is the cheap bargain bin, but you can't do experiences like you can in the PSVR 2. And unfortunately, they just did not put their money or time or focus on that platform. And maybe it's because they are a smaller company. Maybe it's because they're divided. They're still trying to support their console, which frankly is ha- has a software problem right now. Um, it does. Yeah, I, I think I think I they have think other they have a clear strategy for anything that they're doing right now. I no. just don't think they're serious about VR and about being a leader there. They just want to have a headset so that we can say, yeah, we do that too. And if you're doing that, six hundred dollars is the wrong price point, I think. But you know, it, I I just I I'm upset because I feel like there was an opportunity for a legit company within the gaming space, not an outsider like Meta, to come in and say. You know we're we're going to be the premier leader here and get some people off the MetaQuest because especially when the MetaQuest Two was the headset, I feel like it was really holding game development back because that headset is so weak. Um, now with the MetaQuest Three, it's kind of a different story. We're going to see uh, hopefully better games coming out, but um, yeah, man, it's I'm so bummed out about the PSVR Two. I was going to say that the strange thing, right, is if you look at playstation's financial sheets and where their investment is the investment into game development is higher than it's ever been both across uh single player ip what they call traditional in their documents right versus uh mobile and or vr um why we're not how much of that is vr though i i don't know you know it doesn't break it down to that degree but that's that's my point is i agree with you that the potential is there and you would think that we would be seeing more in the space, especially given what they showed last year from investment standpoint. But as we've talked about many times here, we know nothing of what they're doing right now. Uh, realistically, they fired um, their front office. So, I mean, it's not clear uh, yeah. or their front office left. I, however, that went down. Sony is rudderless right now. And it's in some important ways. And that might have to do with decisions that were made previously. It might not, but yeah, if you love VR, as I do, as I think Travis does, judging from the number of helmets he, he claims to have in the home, you want to see it succeed. I would love to see PSVR 2 succeed. I love my PSVR 2. I, I like how it fits on my head. I like playing it. It's an improvement on the PSVR 1, certainly. I still think it was a mistake to not have backwards compatibility across the PS4. Huge. Five. Agree. Agree. But I... I disagree only in that I think that it's it's hard for me to see not having a meta next to me like Travis does exactly what isn't a, a Sony game, right? So I think Sony's looking at it and saying, do you really know whether you can play 7th Guest VR on the MetaQuest? Who knows? You've got this helmet right now. Buy it from us. I, yeah, but I, I, think, I think that's I, exactly Sony's strategy is... But I think that works against them. If you don't know that you that it's that you could play it on on both, why would you spend five hundred dollars on a console and then another five hundred dollars on a headset when you could just buy a three hundred dollar headset? Wouldn't, wouldn't I think that wouldn't, if, if, if if there's no exclusivity like clarity, wouldn't you go for the cheap option? I, like I'm that's, not disagreeing with you. I think what Hoag's saying, if I'm understanding correctly, which I agree with, is I think Sony was really or PlayStation, however you want to phrase it, was really just betting on brand loyalty. 
that people within the PlayStation walled garden bought their PSVR 2 and would look at any of these VR experiences as new yes. and unique. Yeah, so Which I think is true. Web- That's what they were right. betting on. I just don't think the bet has paid off like they thought it would. I think the PlayStation player is the exact opposite of the VR player market. VR player market is extremely casual. It's extremely young. There's a lot of young people on, on those headsets. <laughs> Play any game and you'll find my that girl out. Loves, my girls love a lot of what I call the VR experience games. They're not even games as much as they're sandboxes. And picking up blocks and putting them in your backpack or whatever it is flipping yeah. a flipping a pancake in vr yeah it's it's um, like there's the there's the exercise casuals who just like want the headset so that they, when it's raining or snowing outside they can get exercise without having a bunch of equipment there's uh the um the people who are like learning languages there's like a big like oh i want to learn japanese uh i'll buy a game that helps me like learn words by interacting with a vr world where they all speak in japanese words um stuff like that um I, I just think it's extremely casual. And if you're going to make a basically like the PSVR two is kind of competing with the valve index more than it's competing with the meta quest, but the difference is the index plays everything and it has a killer app and the PSVR two doesn't really have that. And yeah, yeah I man, think Sony has a, call of the mountain is not a good VR game. And they keep trying to make these triple a VR games that don't work. They need to rethink their entire strategy of what a VR game is and what it does. Well, because they're getting their lunch eaten by VR companies that specialize in VR, but understand that the experience, the experiential tactile nature of VR is what it does better than playing on a screen versus Call of the Mountain would probably be better if you were just playing it on your couch. Yeah. I don't think Call of Mountain is that remarkable, no matter how you're playing it, honestly. Um, but, but some point, VR games are so cool, man. Some VR point games taken. are so cool. I have a couple of VR yeah, games uh, on my uh, on my. It's really uh, fun. I just said at the top of this episode, walk about mini golf. There's no reason it should be as fun as it is. It's because it's in VR. It's just polygonal mini golf, but it feels like mm-hmm. you're playing mini golf and you walk the. Course. I'm literally going to go to the store after this because I play my PSVR two probably two to three times a week, but mm-hmm. I'm playing Beat Saber. I'm playing Pistol Whip. I'm playing games like that. But yeah, I'm going to go games to that out. would probably be better on the Meta Quest because you wouldn't have to be wired up. Oh, well, I have a Meta Quest here too. I mean, I just, that's a pro con, right? Because it's it's better on the Quest to have the free space. Like that's better than tethered, period, Sony. But yeah. it's better graphically with the tether and the PlayStation 5 running it. Yeah. Well, walking about mini golf is not going to be better on the PS4. No, no. I was talking about Pistol Whip when you when Pistol you Whip, sure. Yeah. And, and remember, like the tether doesn't bother me at all. I, I it's a whatever 15 foot cable and I'm like six feet from the space. You know what I mean? So it that's just because you're playing pistol whip and beat saber where you don't spin though. When you play like an action game where you're spinning around, it'll bother you. Yeah. Like, but you, like you, you just said pistol whip and beat saber would be better untethered. I think that's what I'm responding to. I'm not talking oh, about, no, I was, I was, I was referring to the last one. Walk about mini golf. Walk about okay. mini golf does have a lot of spinning. If you're like trying to get the positioning right. And I played, with a cord once because my headset was out of battery um, yeah. and it it's it sucks it's like wow. r- r- like markably worse to be yeah. clear it does not suck it may be <laughs> markably worse. Yeah. it sucks once you've had it cordless I, it's just one of those things like once you've played cordless it's just like you can't really go back and i say that as somebody who does go back i go back to play exclusive like if if i'm playing half-life alex i've got to play on my valve index and if i'm playing a synapse i've got to play on psvr 2 and those games are great 
But even when I'm playing Synapse, like you guys ever spin in that game on accident and then you have to reset yourself because that game kind of, when you're looking over your shoulder, you kind of want to spin in that. Um, it becomes a problem. So, um, I have the only thing idea. I'll say just just to close out the PSVR two thing real quick, because I know we've talked a lot about it. I, I'm hopeful, hopeful, not optimistic. So take my words to heart. Hopeful that whenever we get this next state of play, or whenever PlayStation decides to tell us what the hell they have coming in 2024, hopeful that there's some PSVR two stuff there from first party. Optimistic, I am not because they have Astrobot VR two. Come on, folks. Please, I would go nuts for that. Like, please give us something like that. But um, I just, it doesn't feel to your guys' point in this conversation. It doesn't feel like that's that's what we're going to get. But we'll see. I'm hopeful. I mean, I, the fact that they haven't brought over a patch to bring Astrobot to the PlayStation VR two is crazy to me. It's one of the best VR games ever. Sorry, I'm uh, making recommendations in the chat for how to learn different languages in VR. Because that's it, a big thing. Honestly, also, I hadn't heard it before you mentioned it, but immersion yeah. through VR would make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's it's honestly great. So my fiance has been learning Japanese through a game called Noun Town, which is a game where you walk around a town and anytime you pick up an item, it says the word in Japanese and makes you repeat it. It has a bunch of different languages. I was gonna learn Tagalog that's very cool for it stuff. Um, but yeah, and then it'll, it'll do like little mini games where you'll be like working at a cafe and people will say their orders in Japanese. And then you have to turn around and grab the item that matches the word that they said. Nice. You have to say it when you give it to them. So you're learning pronunciation and stuff. And then it gets more advanced. Like you start learning like verbs and how to put sentences together and Whoa, like stuff like that. Down. Yeah, it's not verb town. It's noun town, but you, but you do. <laughs> yeah, that was, I made the same <laughs> joke when she learned verbs. I was like, Whoa, false advertising. What happened to the verbs? Um, and it has a uh, it has features that are exclusive to the MetaQuest three, like if uh, because of the transparency mode, you can play the game in transparency mode where like your objects in the real world will match the nouns and stuff like that. But if you only buy the MetaQuest two, um, you can use it you can use it uh, fully in in the virtual world. So um, mm. yeah, th there's a lot of cool like really interesting weird stuff in VR that I think gets overlooked, um, and I will. I will say a few of those that are on my overlooked games, forgotten games. Uh, Cosmonius High. Cosmonius is High them. is great. Alchemy is the top of the VR list for me. They make Job Simulator, Vacation Simulator, Cosmonius. They do this experience so well in VR. Yeah. So highly Cos recommended. Co yeah, Cosmonius High is absolutely awesome. Um, I already mentioned Assassin's Creed Nexus, which I think what is if, You want to explain VR. real quick what Cosmonius High is? Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to do Hoke? Yeah, you're an alien in a cartoon space high school when things go terribly wrong. And it's a goofy like game. vacation simulator or job simulator, it's very funny. But with Cosmonius, they've added in the ability to kind of have dialogue and questions and, and interact with the characters on a more personal level. Um, okay. It's excellent. It's available on your PSVR too. It is. Yeah, uh, that's a great one. Um, Assassin's Creed Nexus, I think, is already being forgotten, even though that is a really good game, uh, just because... It's a MetaQuest 3 game, and I think a lot of people don't have that or don't know that that's even a thing, but I would just recommend that game to any fan of VR or just a fan of, of Assassin's Creed who wants to play it because it really is super cool. And then I'll just like preemptively say Asgard Wrath 2 is probably also going to be a forgotten game, <laughs> especially since it came it comes out in December, so it means it's not going to be included in the awards if it's good next year. And, you know, December games always kind of get left off, like having to Halo Infinite. I'm sure it's going to happen to the Avatar game. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. but I preemptively Asgard's Wrath 2, I'm sure, is going to be kind of forgotten. So, Damn. um, the good news is I don't think anybody cares about the Keeleys if it sells a lot. So, buy good games, right. folks. Yeah, yeah. And, sure. and actually, uh, Asgard's Wrath 2, they don't really have to worry about it because they got bundled with every Meta Quest 3. So, yeah, people will be playing that no matter what. Yeah, people will find yeah. it. Um, awesome. Let's get caught up. We've got some super chats and some stuff to call out here. Strive said uh, he has been, I forget the comment now. I apologize, Strive, but uh, basically wanted to uh, become a member over the Hogue side for a while. So thank you for becoming a member and also gifting five memberships on the Hogue. Wow. Thank you, Strive. Good stuff, Strive. Thank you. Siddharth is here. Hey, Siddharth is here with the Indian rupees or the Indian rupees. Seventy uh, percent on the on the Steam says something about Starfield. I don't know what that says. Um, I mean, is that is that seventy percent positive on Steam? It's probably seventy percent positive. I would assume. Yeah. I knew Travis was going to say that. Dude, I'm. I just. I feel. I feel vindicated on that one. I. I don't know, man. To be fair, you said you'd give it an eight. I did say I'd give it an eight, and that yeah. was I think that was before I'd finished it, and after I finished it, I think I, I don't know, dude. That game you go up and down the longer you play it. You have such highs and such lows. Um, but yeah, it's a seven or an eight seems like the right yeah. score to me. Nine to ten. Guys, we crazy. should play that game so we can talk about it with Travis. It'd be great. I've played a lot of hours of Starfield. <laughs> yeah. I have the forty hours. Four hours. Yeah. <laughs> He's playing like the same four over and over again, though, man. So yeah, so good. That that's the hook. <laughs> I've played I it have so forty I hours. I played it quite a bit at launch, but it's not um, the it's not the eight days I have in Diablo Four. Do we have to comment on yeah. that being forgotten? I don't think hey, so. Yeah. I saw a super chat. Forgotten in Jeff's Game of the Year awards, maybe, but not anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I know I personally won't let it be forgotten, but yeah, yeah. Mm. Starfield way, Diablo Four, great games. By the way, I saw I'm nearly at forty five days in Halo. Um, yeah. It's 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 out of control. That's disgusting. Um, Sadar, thank you. Good to hear from you. Uh, console peasant. Yeah, terrible, terrible. You know what's forgotten? Hitman Freelancer. Let me tell you something. Not by this guy. This guy <laughs> played it this week, and it's still going. Still haven't got to level one hundred. Just kind of taking my time. It's really grindy. Give him that much. And I'm not a big fan of the grind, but. I still play it every day. Really five hundred plus hours. I was going to say, don't you have like several hundred hours in Hitman? I have five hundred hours. I tweeted it out this week, like twenty-one wow. days, according to somebody in Hitman. So, yeah. Yep. By okay. the way, we we're just right. talking about Synapse. Synapse is also kind of a forgotten game. By the way, and I say it's forgotten yeah, because like IGN didn't review that one either. And when I found that out, I was like, "What? We didn't review Synapse?" They were like, "No, no one mm-hmm. cared about that game." Damn. Yeah, it's a shame. Crazy. Very good experience. Also, I expect also, but... you to die. Three came out this year, which is a great game that is also did overlooked. What did it come out on? <laughs> MetaQuest. I don't know if yeah. it's on other platforms. It's not on Sony. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> I wonder if they have a timed exclusive because aren't the other ones on PSVR? Uh, the first two were on PSVR one, and the next one I suppose could be on PSVR one. I wouldn't know. <laughs> True. The separate library. Um, but yeah, P- I expect you to die. Three came out this year for MetaQuest. Good game, like they all are. All those games are great. If you never played, they're them. a little short, but I like them. I like that they're short. <laughs> That's one one of their greatest attributes. 
Yeah. Should I uh should I continue now? Yeah, sure. sure. We're just discussing <laughs> on this podcast. We just talking about were you just talking about 45 <laughs> hours of Halo? Or are we still on that? <laughs> 45 hours that's 45 like a days? week Come on, yeah sorry, uh, sorry. I, forgot that you, I forgot that you've earned a, a pilot's licenses yeah no doubt, no doubt. Nice. don's here uh don oh and you know what while we're talking about uh forgotten games uh i recommended don pick up mlb uh the show 23 very forgotten game has some really great uh you know new stuff in it uh so the the negro leagues uh playthroughs with the different players is really cool I'm glad they updated it finally uh, go go pick it up it's like 20 bucks right now on nice. sale or it's on game pass play it nice it's awesome so anyway with the five dollars don hello all i hope thanksgiving was wonderful for you all enjoying the time with my family also got the uh assassin creed Mir- mirage platinum Nice. Uh, you didn't say Mirage properly. What? You didn't say Mirage properly. Mirage. It's better. I feel better. All right. Anyone play Eternites? Yes. How do you say it? There you go. I have played Eternites or Eternites. Eternites. Um, it is. It is okay. Is it Eternites? That's stupid. It's no. It's what? like Eternity. It's it's. Yeah, that's eternity. what I thought. That's what I said. He said it the right, right the first time. Hogo's that's just being. <laughs> He's keeping his All options right. open for some reason. I don't know. You got to keep your options open. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm going to tell that to co-counsel. You <laughs> he said he's keeping his <laughs> options open. Well, no. You're lord. Uh, sound good to me, ma'am. Uh, but no, um, Eternites is okay. It starts stronger than it is as a game. I like the beginning of it quite a bit, and it gets a little bit stuck as to whether it wants to be a fairly bad action game or a fairly decent kind of relationship simulator game. Um, and so it, it kind of gets weighed down by the the former, unfortunately, but I like it enough. Apparently it's made mm. by a very small team, but mm. it's okay. Fair I enough. wish it were a little better. Fair enough. Mm. Mirage, by the way, what? anecdotally feels like one that came out kind of they tried to give people what they wanted and it sounds like it did well i guess but turns out it sold crazy good sometimes the people who are allowed on social media aren't the ones who are buying the games weird it's crazy well i I think that's so this is a little bit unfair right i mean this is like you get the reports and articles from like uh starfield play is dropped off or some of these other things that just don't make a lot of sense i think mirage came and went but that's because it was designed to come and go and isn't valhalla Right. So it doesn't have this live service. Oh, what are we going to tweet about today? Kind of aspect to it. And I think people wrongly think that if there aren't constant articles being written or there aren't social media posts being made, that the game is like a failure. Right. And games disappear because you play them and you enjoy them in the comfort of your own home. And you don't always have to tweet about what you enjoyed about Mirage or Starfield or anything else. Mirage. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Yep. Uh, yep I mean, fair. I would like to say that that is uh, also the argument that people use uh, against live service games as having failed. So it's interesting to see that dichotomy. <laughs> I mean, I don't, um, I, again, I would offer to people that it shouldn't matter outside of the servers surviving and the company not going bankrupt 
about whether or not the rest of your fellow people in the video game industry are enjoying the same game you are. Right. So a lot of this is kind of this rivalrous, uh, my game is better than your game and your game is dead type thing, which doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make for better gaming. And you'll enjoy yourself more if you just enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. By the way, it does show, I was just quickly looking while you were talking. Yeah, Mirage sales were 22% higher than Odyssey at launch. Good. They pull Odyssey as their number. That's well, I mean, it's it's six percent higher than Origins. It's they were just probably comparing to other Assassin's Creed releases, would be my guess. So, yeah, I think well, they've said before, Valhalla is their most successful financial game. Ubisoft, yeah. right? It's over a billion dollars in revenue. I mean, so. If I were Ubisoft, I would also choose the games that sold worse to compare it against. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. I mean, like that's the game you can always play, right? If they tell you the percentage, ask for the real. If they tell you the real, ask for the percentage. And if they go two games back ask what the game in between was. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, Don, thank you very much. We've got some Papa Ho comments. Oh, nice. no. <laughs> <laughs> He's back from last week. So uh, I do I'm think sure. there's a typo in the first sentence here. He's going to apologize. I think for there's the a couple of them. Yeah, he'll no get worries. there. Excellent show, as usual. That's uh, eight. Just wanted to say, we didn't want to stab, I uh, <laughs> wanted to say congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines. Go blue, that hurt me. Starfield is as good as it gets, uh, though I'll never finish it if it really takes two hundred hours. Not Dad, you'll never Hogue. finish Starfield. I didn't even know you bought it, but I'm glad yes. that you're enjoying it. It's your I didn't know game. Thomas Hogue played games. This Are is you news to me. This is the That's guy that fantastic. got me into games. It's awesome. Wow, it's crazy. Some people have <clears throat> supportive families. Doesn't that blow your guys' mind? <laughs> it's isn't amazing. That just isn't it that is bizarre amazing. and otherworldly? Like. Hogue is what a what you've had no hardship in life. What a what a <laughs> what I hear. What Jeez. I hear. By the, way, no hardship. By, the, <laughs> by the way, did you say that's Ains as usual? So I, I think excellent, excellent show as usual, Ains. Yes. Cool. So I can go by Law now. That's my new name. Law. <laughs> La. Two L's, by the way. I think that's Illa. I, I Illa? think that's Illa. Illa. Yeah. Illa. Yeah, you can, can be, that one little a little thicker. It's a little thick. Okay, I'm going to buy Illa. My new name's Illa. My I name like it. Illa. I like it, He's Papa Hoke. But there's no question <laughs> my dad would love Starfield. So uh, I'm glad he's gotten a chance to try it. Nice. He did follow up. Yeah, sorry for all the typos. Uh, still can't <laughs> get the hang of autocorrect. Welcome to my world, buddy. I love both my Quest 2 and... Wait a minute, hold on. And 3. And do all, as do all my grandkids. All right, never touch my PlayStation really love VR. VR. Yeah, hands mode without controllers is the greatest. Hands mode. Don't know what that means. Hands mode. It means you it does can literally control it with just your fingers. And some games actually are designed to play without controllers. Like they they do the hand tracking as their main input, uh, which is really interesting. That's cool. You know what else did that? Connect. Yep. Hey, don't get me started on the connect. <laughs> Somebody who has every achievement in all three Dance Central games. Do not get me started on the connect, Ains. Hey, I, I'm yo, I like the connect. I learned you, Usher routines. <laughs> I Usher like routines. I want video of Travis playing Dance Central. Oh, dude. Vogue? <laughs> you we don't all even do. know, dude. My skills on the dance floor unrivaled because of Connect. Because of Dance Central. My skills on the dance floor unrivaled. That's I'm my telling you. We made I'm the wrong bet. You. I actually, <laughs> I had a girlfriend for a number of years who I met because 
I was at a party dancing and I was pulling out connect dance central moves. No joke. And she turns to her friends and goes, he's a good dancer. And that's how we met. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's over at my place doing dance central. You know how we do. <laughs> Those are the moves, folks. Those are the moves. That's my version of fourth base, dog. I just get you over. Just doing a <laughs> Fourth base? Yeah, dude. For sure. Home plate. I don't know. <laughs> These are, oh we're talking about God. two things I don't know about <laughs> relations with women and sports. It's really the perfect overlap. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think we can improve upon that as a send off. No. Yeah. That's nope. perfect. <laughs> Fourth base. Fourth base. <laughs> what do you call it? Home plate? I don't know. <laughs> I don't call it any of those things. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, I man. I love the Connect is my point, I guess. I'm a Connectologist, man. I love Connect 2.0, man. They just Come should on. never have bundled it. The bundling with the Xbox One was the problem. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Papa Hogue, thank you for getting us onto that topic. That was appreciated. Um, <clears throat> all right, moving on. Thank you again. Uh, oh, is back with another hundred rupees. Also, Halo Infinite in place of Cyberpunk for ongoing game. Happy, yep. holidays, yes, guys. thank you, Sadar. Agree with you. Cyberpunk yeah, is ongoing game is a crazy inclusion, but hey, that's insane. I mean, yeah. it is ongoing. <laughs> they not- probably got more updates this year than a lot of live service games. Because it did, they, it was it so revamp its game, but I don't think that's ongoing as much as replaced. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know right. what this means, but I, I think you would just have to, you'd have to explain what you mean by ongoing game before you just start nominating games that aren't explicit. Yeah, and the just we read the description, didn't we? And it was already kind of like blurry. It wasn't very, de- yeah, it wasn't very descriptive as you would expect for a topic like that. But I heard from anyway. somebody that like. Keely basically just gets the people he wants on the board and then he says nominate games and there's no real guidance like it's just sort of like do whatever you want and so sometimes when it comes out weird it's just because it's not curated and there's no like rules set in advance which sounds like the truth just based on the nominees that we've gotten given, and so given the nominees yeah. it's like a lack of clarity and there's no like editorial like no i'm i'm jeff i'm gonna cut that one off because i don't think it fits in that category it's just sort of like yeah whatever you think this means that's what it means. Hmm. So now Seafood is a fighting game. Clean, but you need like a lawyer in there enforcing rules or something. Yeah, I, I think I think you can keep your hands clean by just setting the rules before you go and let people nominate. And then if they break the rules, then being like, hey, we talked about this. This game doesn't fit. But it sounds like none of that happens. You just sort of like hands the keys to the people on the panel and they just do whatever they want. And that's why sometimes you get weird nominations. And also, since it's like the same seafood. people voting. Yeah, like Sifu. And since since everybody's voting for the same, it's the same people voting for every category. Also, why you get some weird categories where people maybe don't know what they're talking about because it's hard to be an expert on everything like sports and racing games and simulators and strategy games and stuff. No, you'd stuff have to like be that. someone like us here on the BitCast. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, um, I don't think if this panel was like doing simulator strategy games that we would do a great job. Age of Wonders Four would get nominated. Yeah, I but I don't know if we. I don't know if we have enough expertise. Like half of the panel doesn't play many of those games. No, at I, th- all. I think Hogue mm-hmm. is saying combined as a unit, we cover a lot of bases. That's true. We're pretty good, and I, I think so are some of the the people nominating. I just think it's 
it's tough to be an expert in every single category, which is why they shouldn't do the nominations that way, in my yep. opinion. Agreed. Yeah. And season gaming will not be doing them that way. Speaking of Good. games that should not be forgotten, Age of Wonders 4. It's a good one. There you go. Still need to play more than Siddharth, thank you very much. A couple member comments. Rob Frawley. Rob, I'm sorry I lied to y'all. I actually hate turkey. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. We can't all be awesome. I feel like that was written for you to read, Dan. It was. It absolutely was. That's great. Yeah, I mean. I'm oh, yeah, he wrote that just so that you would have to say those words. I did not say I you said turkey. Them. Yeah. I just said it. I just heard it. Me. I'm going to clip it out and I'm going to put it on <laughs> Twitter. Him. Yeah, that's it. We yeah, got him, ladies and gentlemen. We got, we got him. him. Well played, <laughs> Rob. Well played. Well, you, can, you can add that to the uh, the stupid, you know, autocorrect that I had when it said something about ham in our chat. It was terrible. I, I, I still regret it. It's terrible. Uh, forgotten gaming scandal of the year. I don't have no idea. Can I likely scandal? forgot about it? Uh, uh, the Xbox. I don't tax? know if the Starfield review has the been. Xbox no, the, the Xbox tax hasn't been forgotten. I the my least favorite scandal this year was the one where like IGN forgot to put uh, certain platforms in some of their tweets, and people were like, "Oh, that's a sign of bias." When actually, it was just our database wasn't updated because um, somebody quit and we didn't replace them quick enough. Was basically what happened. So. Yeah, that one, like sometimes I'll see things online and they're so stupid I can't even engage with them. Um, and that I see was that a lot. Them. So yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Because I can, of I can engage with stupid <laughs> with like stupid arguments because I'm used to people saying things that just flabbergast me. But like sometimes it's so dumb, I'm just like I can't even. Clearly, the dumbest gaming scandal of the year is freaking Wild Stallions and Signgate. No. <laughs> the what? <laughs> it took me fourth a second. Base, right? That's fourth base. Yeah. Fourth base. He, he's talking about the, the Michigan scandal with the sign stealing. Oh, yeah. yeah, that thing. Fourth base. Michigan cheats. We got to the bottom of this last week. They cheat. It's, oh, uh, yes. That's, that's my who's on who's on fourth. Is that my uh, skit? You guys just say fourth base. <laughs> Whenever fourth. I get too off track. That's just how fourth we base. say sports to Travis. <laughs> uh, Shush, thank you. And Googleman. Hey, Googleman, come back. Star Citizen recently released a star engine demo that I highly recommend for anyone interested in burning spaceships uh, and clouds. Awesome. <laughs> I don't I don't recommend Star Citizen to anyone. <laughs> well, this is just a demo of an engine. So, I mean, it's yeah. the kind of thing they could release. That sounds like something yeah. Star Citizen would be releasing 12 wow. years along in its development. Yeah, I, I that that game is like a soap opera to me. I don't. Hey man, when you're paid not to release your game, don't be surprised when they don't release their game. It's pretty true. Yeah, yep. Googleman, thank you very much. All oh, right, man. gents. Um, one thing we got asked about, which Hogue I wanted to bring up, is <clears throat> someone asked whether we're going to be talking about. It. I didn't think we would this week. Maybe we'll touch on it next week. Or, but I don't know if you're going to be covering this lawsuit that PlayStation has to face, the class action lawsuit. Uh, I might. Um, you know, it's a piece of the epic lawsuit against Apple, right? So it's this notion that a 30% cut of a digital store controlled by a hardware manufacturer is somehow anti-competitive. And so I think it faces the same kind of weaknesses that Epic's argument did. But I do think legislatively, politically, there are 
ears that are willing to hear this particular tale be told from a political perspective that the law just really isn't designed to cover right now because I don't think you can actually make a case that Sony, even controlling its digital output and its storefront, is actually raising prices for consumers or otherwise making things monopolistically worse for people that want to purchase video games. And that's for a number of reasons. Not the least of which is that everybody charges 30%, but more to the point that you're making the choice of what ecosystem to enter into when you purchase your system. So it's not a pure aftermarket in the legal sense. And so I might say all that stuff in a video this week. I might not. <laughs> um, but I, I don't I don't know that it's super interesting for people that followed, especially Epic versus Apple already. Fair enough. Good call. I didn't know anything about it. I saw kind of the news clips, right, that this was moving forward, but I didn't know any of the details. All that so. got all that happened this last week is that the class was allowed to certify, which means yeah. it's allowed to move forward as a lawsuit. And then you go into the merits and I fully expect the actual lawsuit to lose. So it's a little preemptive in my view to report on, but people are interested in it. People have asked me about it. Um, and so I might, but I, I, one of the things I am still dealing with really at the channel and virtual legality and whatnot is I do think that when you cover things, and I don't pretend to be the arbiter of this, certainly on my little YouTube channel, but when you cover things, I think it, it, it lends a certain amount of importance that I don't necessarily want to just lend to things that I think are a little bit early to even worry about for most people. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Can we just say our um, laundry list before we leave? Yeah. Of the other forgotten games without like all the comments? Just because I'm sure uh, Hogan and I probably have a ton of games we didn't list, right? Yeah, I have I a few it. more. I, I mean, uh, we could them. probably talk. About, yeah, we could talk a, a ton about it. Go ahead if you have other ones you want to call out. Yeah, I want to. I want to call out uh, this bed we made, which is a um, a uh, on Steam right now. It's a, uh, a mystery game. It's also on your PlayStation. I, is it on PlayStation? Yes, it's also. I on did your not know that. I've been Great. playing that. Do you want to be a maid that investigates people in the in the hotel rooms that she covers? It's a, it's oh, is this the one game. where you look through like the peepholes and stuff? You don't look through peepholes. That's that's the CDI game we talked about last week. Okay, that's uh, the game right. that Hogue definitely played. The CDI okay. is not available. Yeah. I did not say I didn't play it. I just said I wasn't allowed to play it. Oh, the truth comes out, and your dad's in the <laughs> chat. Grounded, bro. Grounded. Grounded from twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, this bed we made is on there. Um, Remnant 2. I would be remiss if I did not mention that I think that game has been forgotten and it makes me sad. Um, honestly, Jedi Survivor, I feel like, got forgotten a little bit. Uh, Dave the Diver is nominated, so maybe it doesn't belong in the list, but it does deserve a shout-out because it's so damn cool and I feel like not enough people have played it. Blasphemous 2, super cool game. Trine 5, definitely overlooked. Great game. Uh, Dune Spice Wars. Payday 3. Would be better if their support and online worked, but yeah, still I was gonna say you guys reviewed that one, you and uh, yeah, and Zach, uh, yeah, both. and my review read like, yeah, this game is clearly better than the second one on a foundational level, but we're in for a rough ride, and then immediately after that, the game was like down for two days. So, <laughs> um, uh, did you say Last of Us Two? He did, and I don't know why. I was gonna ask. Yeah, him you, you said Last of Us Two, and I was really th I didn't know if no, you were making I said a joke. Bla Blasphemous Two. It does oh, sound Blasphemous. similar though. <laughs> The Man, sound I, 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 I swear to God, I thought you said Last of Us 2. Blasphemous 2. Go to the tape. Blasphemous. <laughs> Blasphemous. 
Um, it does sound okay. really similar, though. You, you you blink twice, you know, and you totally. Um, anyway, uh, Lamplighters League is another one. I feel like I have not. I downloaded played. that. I haven't played it, but it looks cool. Not enough people played that one. Detective Pikachu Returns is on my list. Honkai Star Rail. I feel like uh, probably a lot of people. A lot have of that, notes here. By the way, yeah. we have a we have a guy brush uh, citing that says he said Last of Us too. I mean, I I think they misheard me, but I'll uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, Endless Dungeon. Not enough people yep. played that one. Uh, Coral Island, which actually just came out, but it's been in beta for a while. Um, Cassette okay. Beasts, which I'm sure is on Hoag's list as well. Cassette Beasts yeah. is on my list, 100%. Very highly rated game. Stray Gods, which I, I know Hoag and I played and is probably on his list. Is Stray on Gods well. is on the list. And then uh, also Leica Aged Through Blood, which certainly not enough people played, but that game is damn amazing. Everybody should play that one. Cool. I would um, like to copy Travis a little bit and say Dune Spice Wars is well worth your time. Uh, Dredge. Yep. Talos 2. Uh, which I don't think you want to forget if you're into puzzle games at all. I think in a different year, it would have been as well regarded as something like portal. Um, War tales. I talked about age of wonders already. Terra nil. Yeah. Which is yeah. the kind of reverse city builder environment builder game that I think I is. Didn't, I didn't put that one on my list. Cause I knew you would very well done. Vanished <laughs> yeah, vault is a game in which you are essentially religious zealots that have been sent out to colonize a planet and have gotten lost and have to figure out how to restore your cryogenic freezing chamber in order to get to your next place while playing a board game about resource management. So Banished Vault is a lot of fun. Check that one out. Uh, and I think I might have covered everything here. Chance of Senar, I don't think anybody's referenced, but I like that one. That is available on your PlayStation as well. Probably your Xbox. I don't know. Nice. We do have a comment I want to get to, too, with sure. a recommendation. Bang on balls. Yeah. You have the worst $24 I ever spent. <laughs> I mean, like... like it is I not. You bought you bought three turkeys this week. It's not the worst $24 you've ever spent. No. No. I bought five. <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think Dan, Travis, or myself connected with it quite as well as Ains did. I know. That's fair. That's fair. I thought it was... Like, you know, stupid. That's a good that's play enough. I don't know why Dan no, bought it. Yeah, I, I would not you have expected like, Dan Oh, it's so good. It's just like, ah, you, were ra one. you were raving about it, and I feel like raving. that was an over. Hold on, hold on. But I described the game. Dan does not play platforming collectathons. You should know this. I do not. Generally. Sure. I thought this was And like I said very above. clearly that that's not. all the game is, it had nothing else to it. There's so. nothing to it. There's a lot to it. Not even a Puerto Rican flag. You haven't even played Putting it. That out there. Yeah, there is a Puerto Rican flag. flag. You have to click on the U.S. Flag, flag and then you drill down. There is a Puerto Rican flag, though. Oh, well, look. Maybe it's Cuba. No, no. It, it's Rican. there. You just have to click on American flag first. It's under like a <laughs> submenu. I think what you're thinking about is Texas. because it's kind of. Oh, it's a Confederate flag. Sorry. I got messed up. <laughs> I forgot they put that in the game. Um, I did have another one on my list, uh, which I... I was going to call out for you, Hogue, which is the Telltale series of Expanse. Yeah, I wound up not liking that as much as I wanted to. So I don't okay. think it's forgotten, but it's also not one that... How I much really did you want to like it? 
I really wanted to like it a lot. I mean, I'm a big Expanse fan. <laughs> um, we called out Bolt Gun. You talked about Company of Heroes 3 last week, I believe, in our I did year. not. No, I just said that it wasn't worthy of the real-time – it wasn't worthy of the strategy sim category. Oh, I misheard you then. Okay, that's my fault. No, that's uh, okay. Trying to see if there was anything else on my list that I had as well. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um Call that out as a uh, uh, not asymmetrical, but like a, a, a multiplayer it horror is, game. It is asymmetrical. It is asymmetrical, I guess. Three, so. three, yeah, three, but four, um, yeah, yeah. Zach reviewed that for us. Big horror guy, and uh, the horror people I speak to that play horror games really, really enjoy TCM. So, uh, heard great things about that. It's good. Uh, when I played it early on, it had a lot of issues, which I think some of that has been washed away. But like, if you the it's it's foundation is is strong it's a good idea for a game yeah awesome the only other thing i noticed going through this list unless the date was wrong on the list i'll preface with that sure is that flashback 2 came out last week how did, did. i miss this flashback 2 did come out yeah it's uh i missed it. i pre i previewed it and it was not strong when i previewed it uh, it didn't so look it, great from the trailer it really it really missed the mark in a lot of a lot of ways um i actually don't even know how that game turned out it had like a bike motorcycle minigame in when i played it that might not be in it and by the time it released because hmm. i don't know the dev the dev was clearly having trouble during that one when they demoed it for us like the game kept crashing and i was going through textures and getting stuck in the walls and stuff and we had to reset it a bunch of times so i'm not really surprised that that one's been forgotten but yeah it did come out i actually i played flashback one for the first time this year in uh anticipation oh. of playing flashback two so i'd never played it before i played that whole game and i was like oh this game's pretty good and then i played out flashback two and i was like flashback two or flashback was uh pretty incredible when it released i mean we're going back 35 years probably but yeah that's i that's... mean i had fun with it this year <laughs> i played well, it on xbox was good. fully animated and had a lot of the cool stuff for that era and out of this world flashback out of this world kissing cousins i like out of this world too <laughs> kissing cousins <laughs> yeah um okay all right uh the only other game i had on here um by the way this is neither here nor there really but persona 4 golden released beginning of this year on all the new consoles so if you're i had liked persona 5 you know you're in that kind of jrpg mode persona 4 golden uh, i only played it on the vita few years ago now um but fantastic game you know if you like that kind of style and then of course i'll talk about uh one other little game um probably game of the year is resident evil 4 remake don't miss that one i don't think anybody's forgotten it (laughs) never leon leon what do you think gents that cover it i think there's a lot of good stuff for people interested in playing games and that just as a reminder, done. just as a reminder, next year is is expected to be pretty light from what we know about all the developers out there and what they're working on. There's not a lot of huge titles that are really planned. You so, say that, man, but I got infinite wealth. I got rebirth in the first two months of the year. I got and then Eden what do you have for the last four months of the year? Okay, well, they never announced those early. So I got Eden Chronicles. Uh, at some point, I got this weekend. <laughs> We got Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, I'm actually pumped about. That's also yeah. Suicide Squad will be cool. Yeah, I'm, I I think the second half of the year is going to be pretty light, but you you could be right. I I just I'm kind of excited for it to be a lighter year because a it would be nice to be able to breathe in between these reviews, but also because my backlog is really really dense right now. So. Infinite Wealth 
Suicide Squad, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is is a big four week sequence there. So I'm not it's worried good start about the year. 24. We, I was one of the things I was going to quickly mention because someone asked about it last week was Space Marine 2, Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2, which we actually got an official press release from uh, Focus um, this week, which is that's delayed to the second half of 2024. So I don't think that's a gigantic AAA release, right? But that is one game we know is coming later. And then uh, their other game that uh, they were previewing this year, Banishers, Ghost of New Eden, is uh, now set for February, February 13th. So yeah, you you had yeah. you said that in the notes, but I think that one was we knew that was delayed a couple of months ago. Banishers, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. It was just oh, part Ban- of that combined press release. Oh, I was supposed to review that one. Is that why that didn't happen? It got delayed. Yeah, it's February thirteenth now. Yeah, so yeah. if you're reviewing it, probably what end of January? You see that? What well, um, could say Valentine's Day more than hunting ghosts? Yeah, together it's a it's a duo game. I think anywhere. So. Um, what are your bets? It. Place your bet. Is Grand Theft Auto 6 coming out next year? No. Uh, I would say... I think we months. bet on that already, but just asking anyway. Uh, no, I think it's 2025. 2025. I think yeah, even I, if I, they say it's 2024, it'll actually be 2025. Honestly, I'd assume whatever they say... If they say a date in the trailer, I would just add one to whatever increment they give. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, probably very fair. Very fair. All right, boys. I think we will go ahead and wrap it on up. Um, the only other thing I'll shout out, um, uh, Brian over at SG did a review of The Last Faith, which has gotten some press. It is a uh, 2D pixel art, Souls-like Metroidvania. So it mix all those really things. It really good in trailers. It's oh, a on the expensive side. <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> See, Dan, yeah. I'm not recommending you play this because I know you wouldn't like it. Don't buy it. Um, but no, it, um, cheaper, though, I'm definitely going to buy that one. That, that game looks cool. It just yeah, looked it a little really- too much like Blasphemous too. Like I just, sorry, Last of Us too, as you guys call it. Um, I just, uh, I just got done playing that. So I don't know if I'm ready for another game like that. So, uh, Brian's review, he put over 70 hours into the game. He did have a couple issues with it, significant issues in terms of, uh, some of the puzzle and level design. But otherwise, he's very, very high on it. He gave it a seven overall. Um, but he said that the art style, the animation, kind of the, you know, everything that makes it uh, enjoyable to play outside of the issues he had with a couple of these things you can read in his review, uh, it's very strong. So that's up it's, on the site if you want to check that out. It's gorgeous in trailers. I, I actually think it looks a lot better than Blasphemous in trailer form. I haven't played it. Yeah, um, he had it really high. I was. We were talking about his review yesterday, and I asked him about it. And he said it's absolutely stunning, and he said the music and the sound design is just as good as the visual presentation. So I think uh, it sounds like very good job on that. Um, so, by the way, uh, before I pass it to you guys, uh, RJH has Skull and Bones next year. Oh yeah, when do we get to play Skull and Bones? I've played it. Play it for the fourth time. <laughs> How yeah. many times have we played I that mean, game? I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this: I played that game, and it seems done. Like I, the, from what I played, I was like, "This game's pretty much done." You can, you yeah. can kind of. Feel That'll it definitely be out next game. year. Yeah. How it will be, we don't know, but it'll be. Will out. it make a splash, or <laughs> will it be a drop in the bucket? Oh no! Oh boy! Nope. Oh boy! Nope. I'm gonna go you to guys? home first, so Travis can you stop guys? talking. <laughs> oh, what you got? Uh, well, as we talked about last week, I'm trying to do videos more regularly on the channel, so there should be an early week video of some kind and a late week video of some kind going into next week. I do 
think we can make a small announcement here, which is that Uh-oh. at some point in December, I think we are likely to have a Christmas special of hopefully your favorite, Lawyers and Dragons. Nice. Um, we're trying to put that together behind the scenes. We'll see how it works out. But I don't think we're going to do a weekly thing um, like we have been doing for the other seasons because it's just a lot trickier to get everybody together and ready for that every single week. But I do think we might have a Christmas special on the horizon. That's awesome. That'd be great. Or holiday see. special, depending on holiday special. What is. Speaking of which, I'm seeing that uh, documentary tomorrow night. The uh, the um, a dis- disturbance on the force. It's about the Star Wars holiday special. Currently has 100 oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm okay. I'm excited to see what that's about. Nice. Very cool. Um. Awesome. Thank you very much, Travis. What you got? I've got nothing. I'm doing a nice. preview. I'm doing two reviews. I can't talk about any of it, but I'm working on stuff. And uh, next Sunday, I probably won't be able to talk about it either. So I'm benched for a while in terms of stuff I can <laughs> speak on um, okay. just because of a, of a small gap in my um, schedule. And I'm winding things down, man. I'm, I've got two reviews left for the year, probably only one preview. Are you and doing then, Avatar uh, or did you... Did you I'm not say that's a no? Okay. No. Somebody else is doing that one. But I, I did resolve to buy it and play it. So I will probably play that with some of my spare time. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, my my next two reviews are the Anacrusis, which I already told you guys about. I, I played the preview and I'm waiting for the 1.0 uh, version to end up in my hands, which it still isn't, which makes me a little nervous. Um, and then uh, I start my uh, review of Asgard's Wrath 2 um, in awesome. two days. So that's those are those are going to keep me plenty busy through to the end of the year. Um, but yeah, not not a lot to promote this week. Um, just happy to be here and, and miss you guys. Miss you, <laughs> miss you three people I've never met before in person. It's true, mm. very true. All right, gentlemen, chat. You've been awesome today. Thanks for everyone tuning in. As always, uh, always appreciate you. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving and week. Sadly, uh, for many of us, back to normality tomorrow. Um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. But anyway, hope you're tomorrow? enjoying your games. We all go back to work, Travis. No, normal life. Oh, you guys stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Casuals. Yeah. yeah. We stopped. I go back to my life without adversity or struggle. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> your dad supporting your dreams, you selfish. Gosh. <laughs> what a casual. Yeah. <laughs> Playing life on easy mode over there, am I right? No wonder you I can't hang with life. Elden Ring, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right that's a good point to close out on chat see you later thanks for everyone tuning in love everyone peace we'll see you bye next week sunday be there see ya peace